Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Recording at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Wheatley, California, at Undercity Comics. Keep it up for the Nerds presents issue 123. I'm Renee. I'm Nick. This is Brian. And welcome to the show, everyone. Woo! Yeah. You got it right. You were so confused for a second. <laughs> for, a, for a second? <laughs> what did I look confused? I was You're pretty confident. Like, 120 something? <laughs> 23? <laughs> 123. I was trying to think of it. That's like not knowing the address of where you live. Uh, you know what's funny? Like we would always get the address wrong or say it wrong. Oh too. my goodness. Yeah. Guys, go so check us out at keepingupwiththenerds.com for all the up-to-date information. Follow us on our socials at Keeping Up With The Nerds. And also follow us on YouTube if you're listening to this on an audio platform. Mm-hmm. If you're on YouTube, go like, subscribe, check us out, comment down below. Let us know what you guys think about the episode once you guys have finished it. And if not, we do have, you know, the podcast as audio mm-hmm. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. With those announcements out of the way, mm-hmm. Renee, we have a guest. We do, yes. Uh, we have Yay! a guest, my friend, Captain Brittany. Yeah! Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Month our of month she, of guests, our yeah. second guest second of guest. the month of guests. Thank she you for being on here. She's an amazing cosplayer. You know, Thank you. Does a lot of <laughs> cosplays as Captain America. You did Spider-Man. You've yeah. done Captain Carter, which everyone loves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have done Captain Carter. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and plug in your uh, social so yeah. people can find you real quick. Um, it's really just Instagram. It's Captain underscore Brit. That's where you guys can find me. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow, go for it. Likes. Nice. It's all up to you. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show. Uh, if you're not familiar with our format, pretty much, because obviously we want to know more about you, what you right. do, and all yeah. the cosplay and all the work that you do, because you also attended... Uh, you also attend special events, right? For, yes. you know, these uh, superhero movies as well, right? Mm-hmm. You went to go see Black Panther way before anyone else did. <laughs> yeah, right? it was uh, two weeks ago to the day almost. How, how was it having everybody freaking out, kind of going like, man, I can't wait to see what happens in Black Panther and going, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> like, was it nice? Was it, was it real nice? Just mm-hmm. kind of like... Uh, I think it was worse for the first premiere I went to, which was Eternals. Okay. Mm. And I know a lot of people like have discourse with that. It is what it is, but like that was hard to keep in because it was like my first premiere I ever went to. And I had like all this information that I couldn't talk to anybody about, (laughs) like except the people I was with. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, it is always like nice, but it also does kind of blow because I'm just like, (sighs) I have other friends that are really into the MCU and I can't talk to them. So do you have like like, like, Marvel snipers on you until like the embargo lifts listen you know what they're everywhere oh. <laughs> they are everywhere. they've cleared the area that's why we have you on here right now yeah, right exactly. yeah they're not we're good okay. who's out who's out <laughs> so we definitely want to know more about the premieres what it's like you know with the cosplaying world and everything what you do and what your favorite costumes are so on and so forth uh but we do have a segment before we start the show, mm-hmm. the main portions of it, called Comic Strips here, where we kind of talk about little bits and pieces of news that have come out throughout the week. Uh, just have a quick, like, five, ten-minute discussion, and we're only really going to have two topics today. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to join us for that? 
Sure. Quick. Yeah, perfect. It sounds yeah. rad. It's not yeah. like you have a choice. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure, already started. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're sitting there in silence, and that's going to be weird. I don't know what we're talking about. That little SpongeBob meme where his legs are crossing, he's just... Feel free to join in at any point. If you have like anything to interject with, go on. It's fine. You know, We're all friends here. Sounds good. All right, so the first piece of news that has come out, Netflix... It's kind of weird how they came out with this news because yeah. Netflix kind of teased a little bit that mm-hmm. they were making a Gears of War series movie. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden, like the next day, Dave Bautista comes out and says, like, yeah, I, I'll play Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, I'm Marcus Phoenix. I <laughs> love how Bautista tries to get a job every time because he knows Guardians is going to be done. He's like, I'm going to put my name in there. You know? Well, like, can you blame him? The guy yeah. was broke yeah. like before he got oh, picked up right. for Drax. Yeah. yeah, the guy did not know how to spend mm-hmm. his money. He was broke, mm-hmm. basically living like from family member to family member paying wow. bills. Yeah. yeah, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, like, did not, he didn't spend his money when he was in the WWE very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I think he got injured. That was the reason. He got that, injured that a was, lot. Yeah, he yeah. got injured a lot, and I think it was, that was the reason why he had to retire from the actual from wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So James Gunn so. saved his life by yeah. giving him the Drax role. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will say this: I didn't think that he. So you told me yesterday. Yes. At I the, told you at, at the movie. Yeah, you told me at the movie, and I said, "Oh, he's playing Dom," and he's like, "No, he's playing Marcus Phoenix," and I'm like. <laughs> That makes no sense. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to – I don't think he has the aesthetics for yeah. Marcus Phoenix. You didn't think he was going to aim that high. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Not to be mean. The guy yeah. could play a great like mm-hmm. lead character. Yeah. I just don't think he has the looks for it until mm-hmm. I see a bandana over his head. Oh, Maybe. Okay. Let's, Maybe. Let, let's be fair. There's not a lot to Marcus. It's just a, yeah. it's just a graveled voice. Just yeah. get a bunch of rocks thrown in his <laughs> he's mouth. Got, he's got to look <laughs> swole. He has to look swole and well, just look mean. Yeah. Get, like, he's got that there. down already. Yeah, that's true. Put a big old scar on his face and call it a day. That's it. You ever play Gears of War? Or you know about it I, at all? I had a lot of friends that played Gears of War, like in high school and like early college. Uh-huh. I've never played it personally. Mm-hmm. It's um, a pretty good story. Is it? Okay. Yeah, the first yeah. three. Just the first three. Uh, just the first three, guys. <laughs> just the first three, that's it. Actually, it it's, like, it's like any other game. Once you get past the first trilogy, you're like, eh, it's okay. That's yeah, all right, you <laughs> know. It's there, fine. There are, def- there are definitely games that exist. Yeah. There, there are there's, other, there's other games. Yeah, there, <laughs> there, there are games that exist. Like, I will that say game. that I do like Dave Bautista acting-wise. I think he's mm-hmm. a great actor. I don't understand the hate he got when he was Drax. The no, first time around, I never saw it either. I mean, but as a, he is a good actor, but I don't see why people don't like him. I, I never he's very he likable. Seem problematic at no. all? No, so no. For yeah. people to dislike him, it's got to be for some petty reason, right? What's he's interesting? Just too handsome. Right? <laughs> How dare he? He's yeah. too buff. He's, he's too. Buff. <laughs> he's just too beautiful. I'm but sorry. <laughs> it's. I feel like a lot of wrestlers that go into acting end up having that kind of like humility when it comes to yeah. fans like to the fans because they know that the fans are the reasons why they're there well, same thing with uh, John Cena mm-hmm. yeah exactly John, John Cena, Cena the Dwayne The Rock exactly. Johnson mm-hmm. yeah well we're... but Dave is getting there's like three movies coming out with him in it there's Glass Onion mm-hmm. there's also that M. Night Shyamalan movie that he's doing uh, mm-hmm. The Cabin House oh, oh. The Knock in the Cabin House yes yes <gasps> that's yeah, right that I saw looks, the trailer to that that, that looks, looks good. scary yeah. it was and good, there's another one I think he also is, he's doing another movie I, I don't he's remember. in the hol- the holiday special of Guardians too. oh yes yeah, that's right that special, looks great holiday special for hilarious. Guardians yeah. Yeah. Kevin Bacon <laughs> 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 we were talking about this like two issues ago we were just like well now that it's Kevin Bacon in there like what kind of like references do we want to see yeah I said uh, there needs to be a Tremors reference in there. Tremors or Footloose? Oh, yeah. Footloose, Footloose definitely. There has to be a Footloose. Also, I, wanted, I want them to just ask him, you know, how long he was in the Avengers. Whether he let it, you know. Just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, I do think that uh, Batista is going to be, I think he'd be, he'd be pretty dope. And also, because you need somebody to shepherd this. Yeah. 
I, I feel like this is going to have to be like Black Adam, where you're just going to mm-hmm. need like a very strong opinion mm-hmm. of just somebody shepherding it and taking it to the finish line. Because yeah. this is, uh, they try to make a movie out of this, mm-hmm. they've tried to make a series, they've tried to make another movie, then another movie. Yeah. This is a property that just cannot get a break. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. it really needs somebody just to have it, you know, just carry it all the way down to the, <laughs> carry it all the way down, <laughs> yeah. you know. And uh, I think Batista is a good person to do that. Yeah. He's a very likable person. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It's Netflix. It's Netflix money. They just need a good. Uh, they need good showrunners yeah. to make this happen. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, second piece of news: John Wick Chapter Four got a trailer, mm-hmm. which we basically know the story. I guess it's like he's been challenged to a fight that he needs to make to get there with Bill Skarsgård. I guess so. And it's like basically everyone's trying to stop him to get to that fight. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So it's he has to get to the high table. Yeah. And he's going. He's making a deal with the high table mm-hmm. for his freedom, mm-hmm. so that way they can take all of the hits off of him, mm-hmm. and they can ex- they can stop the excommunicate. Mm-hmm. So that should be interesting. That's I be have fun. not seen John Wick two or three yet. So why, I don't why know. are you so behind on movies? I, I don't because <laughs> I'm overloaded. Creed two now. Because before we see, because we're gonna see Creed three. Oh yeah, Did so you, you really yeah. okay? But you gotta understand that if yeah. we go see Creed three, I'm probably gonna go work out you right see, after because I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna have so much Jonathan adrenaline. You see how looks in that? I want to see that. Like I want to see that on screen. Like, <laughs> Dude, the only, I, I wanted to clutch my pearls last night. <laughs> I saw Jonathan Majors and John yeah. and uh, which one? Michael, Michael, Jordan. Michael Jordan. Jordan. I was like, yeah. oh my, two beautiful. Men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man, they all lathered up. Huh? He's not wrong. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> What's interesting about that Creed uh, 3 trailer is that when Jonathan Major's character is introduced at first, yeah. he seems kind of like not super buff. And then literally the next scene is like yeah. shirts off and it's just, just like abs on abs. And you're ripped. like, yeah, exactly. You're like, whoa, where'd this come from? All right, yeah. it's cool. Good to All see the laundry's clean. Work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought it was, yeah. I thought it was so funny because last night before we went to go see, uh, when we were in the, watching the trailers, two movies for Jonathan Major came up. Oh, yeah. It was Quantumania. Mm-hmm. And also Creed Three, and I was just like, man, this this guy just keeps getting work. Yeah, he's doing an amazing job. He's getting mm-hmm. a bunch of work, as he yeah. should. Yes, yeah, definitely. So the John Wick trailer came out the same day that Black Panther did its premiere, mm-hmm. and it was also featured as a trailer for Black Panther. Yes, it was. Yeah. So that was an interesting bit of information that came out because I feel like they're like, oh, well, you know, we got to make this big announcement, John yeah. Wick. Everyone's been waiting for a John Wick movie, mm-hmm. so let's just put it with like one of the I biggest f- movies of the year. I feel like John Wick is just like the movie where you know it's going to make money. Well, it's just an yeah. action. It's a, it's a it's a solid action film yeah. that you know people are just gonna. It's gonna put butts in seats. Definitely, you know. Because I want to go see it. Have yeah. you seen Have you seen all the John Wick movies? I'm not. I'm the same boat. <laughs> you seen the first one? Have you seen the first one? Nope. No. Do you like Keanu Reeves? <laughs> I don't mind Keanu Reeves. Okay. I've seen like he's a vampire. What the, <laughs> so. the first two? Uh, what was it? Matrix movies? Oh, okay. okay. I think I saw the most recent one too. Oh, the newest one. Yeah, which was fine. I had to like piece a couple things together. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I just. I mean, it came out when I was younger. I'm pretty sure we're roughly all the same age. It was yeah. just something I really didn't get into. That's mm. fair. That's yeah. it's, it's a yeah. cult movie. Like a lot of either you watched it or you didn't. Yeah. More people yeah. ended up not watching it, so it's understandable. Yeah. But I mean, like I can yeah. respect it. Like I yeah. get like when I see like pop culture references yeah. about it. Like yeah. You know. I even I went to a show on Halloween just mm-hmm. really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and like two of the people that I was with. They left and came back in the line, and they were dressed as like the two main characters in the Matrix. I was like, okay. "Oh my god, oh, I know who you guys are! You're really awesome. cool." Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny. Huh? I understood that reference. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was funny though because I remember when uh, I I 
show, had to show John Wick to my girlfriend, and as we were talking, she was like, I want to watch an action movie, but I want to care about the, the characters, and I want to care about what's going on, not just blind action. And I go, I'm going to show you John Wick. Yeah, per- John Wick's the person. <laughs> and then I showed her John Wick, and she goes, she and she's kind of like, this is a slow beginning. What is going on? Then things happen in the very beginning, and she's like, let him kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, John, have you seen Bullet Train? I am so behind on you, movies. See, I'm not the only one. You, you actually have prepped me. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. Trust me. No, no, no. See, you have to understand. Oh, there was, there was Even homework. Though was I'm homework. producer for the podcast, right? I'm the one behind everything. He watches everything. He'll watch almost everything. I watch nothing. nothing. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, even though I'm the one making the content happen. I, I, He's I, a freak when it comes to watching stuff. Like, a season will come out. Like, Cobra Kai came out, the new season. He's like, oh, next morning. He's like, I already watched it. We're like, what? Like, it just came out last night. I so I woke up at 3 a.m. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't go back to sleep, so I just put Cobra Kai on. I, just, I burned through it. How are you <laughs> yeah. functioning right now? Just monsters. And, yeah. <laughs> I took monsters. and the audacity. And, yeah, just, I really, just pure hype. I really recommend, if you really want a good action movie, mm-hmm. John Wick is good, but it is a slow beginning. If you want something that's like fast paced throughout the whole like movie, mm-hmm. Bullet Train's a good one. Bullet okay. Train, we actually like all enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was cool. pretty pretty good. But it's the yeah. same director yeah. that did Deadpool two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. we all love Deadpool two. So yeah. down exactly. with that. Yeah. So there's that. Can't go wrong. Ah, can't. <laughs> Which also in Deadpool two there is a spoiler for John Wick. Oh. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. it's in the very beginning. What? Because in when they're going through the list of because no, remember nobody was listed. Like director, who yeah. was the actors? The writers like who killed so and so in John. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's the, been a minute, but yeah, not yet. from the directors who had the audacity to kill so and so in John Wick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> said that. Yeah, there is a little bit of a tough spot in John Wick, the first one, mm-hmm. uh, because the whole point is that he goes on a killing rampage because someone they kills his, his dog. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Spoilers, <laughs> dude. It's really like the <laughs> most well-known thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's a movie that's been out for a while. It's yeah. the only reason I won't show that movie to my fiance because the dog scene is pretty tough to watch. Because like oh. you actually well, see you the dog. Hear it. it's yeah, really yeah. Bad. You hear the you neck know, crack yeah. and the dog just oh. go, and you're like, dude, that's a small dog, dude. What the hell's yeah. wrong with you? It's a beetle. Yeah, like after like, and then it cuts to black, and then when it comes back, you can see that the dog dragged itself to him because you just see a bloody. Stop. Okay, I don't want. That's not That makes me sad. It's so sad. That's why it's really sad. That's why after that scene, you're just like, oh, why your girlfriend said everybody should be killed. She was like, I want everyone dead. Everyone deserves to die. That's why when he was like murdering people, she's like, good. Make it slow. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. All right. You don't have a dog. <laughs> it's just the movie, okay? She's She's like, like, no, it's it's so funny how people still react to that. Like, you can kill a, a human character on screen, but if you kill a dog, it's like, no. It's like, over. Especially yeah. an adorable puppy. An adorable puppy. Well, yeah. adorable puppy. Dude, we don't deserve dogs. Are you kidding me? That's true. <laughs> dogs are like What angels, about Joey? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that dog. That's cute. Only piece in your back. Dude, he tried to morph with me yesterday. What do you mean? Like, cause what does okay. that mean? So, <laughs> so, he says stuff like this all the time. We're just like, I have okay. a question. So was the dog standing on two legs and he was just like, shit. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> no, he's just trying to do it all day. <laughs> so I think he got injured because he's been trying to do like Houdini escapes from his little area. Uh-huh. And so we took the blanket off the cage up at the top. So yeah. I think his leg got stuck and he like, not dislocated, but he bruised his like shoulder or something. Right. So because Andy and I have been really busy the last couple of days, uh, I got home, I think it was yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, I'm too tired. I'm going to take a nap. But I carried Joey with me and put him on the bed. It's like, we're going to take a nap. Instead of taking a nap, he comes up to me, looks at me dead in the eye, and then 
digs his head right into my neck and just like starts putting massive pressure on my neck. Like he wanted to like become one. And yeah. I'm like, dude, what the hell's wrong with you, man? No, he mm-hmm. was he was doing a fatality. <laughs> that was his fatality. Right. What He's is it? Looking for the jugular. Yeah. He's just like He's trying to smother you to death. Exactly. Yeah. All here was finish him. <laughs> I would be surprised, man. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh that yeah. wraps up these uh this little issue of yeah, comic strips. Quick comic two, strips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there, quick little two pits of news and stuff. There's mm-hmm. some more there's some more stuff, but we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about that in a yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh, but we want to talk to our guest here yes. about you, about everything that you do, your your content. The Tell us all about enjoying. you. Yeah, everything. <laughs> so, Renee, you've got some questions to ask Brittany? Yeah, yeah go um, ahead. I guess my first question is the obvious question. How did you get into this world of cosplay? Like, what drove you to kind of be like, I, I'm going to do this, you know? <laughs> That's funny because I feel like it's the most boring answer and honestly (laughs) no really because honestly everybody that is quote unquote like a a really popular famous cosplayer now pretty much kind of has the same answer Mm -hmm. I got into it during quarantine oh okay (laughs) I uh, was just bored (laughs) well well, you know what because like you know Endgame came out it was like the best movie of Right, right, the right. entire mm-hmm. lifetime of Earth, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was, was so a big good. bang, was yeah. great, and then there was Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great time to be alive. There you go. Yeah, yeah. what so, a time to be alive. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> the greatest things to happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody. Not well. There were people who had their gripes, but aside right. from that, like I so. loved the final Captain America suit with the scales and yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. same here. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was just on Instagram one day. We're all bored in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, we binge everything we could binge on like every streaming platform so i'm just like okay well what's good with instagram and i came across like people dressing as captain america like cosplay and stuff and i'm just like oh cool like this is a thing like interesting and i decided to like click on their pages i would look through their stuff and then i finally got the courage to ask a couple cosplayers like hey like did you make this like Mm -hmm. where did you get it and they would tell me like oh they got it from this place or this place and i was like oh okay like that's cool like knowledge and then you know a couple months go by and i'm just like that suit's looking really good. <laughs> I'm like, all I do is just like go to work. And, you know, even though we were in quarantine, like the job that I had previously, like we were still allowed to come into the office because mm-hmm. it was only like two or three people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know what? Like I'm saving all this money. We can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. I think I'm going to order the suit. And I was like, I'll make an excuse and say it's for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> which my which realistically, suit. like it came during my birthday month that mm-hmm. arrived like, 40 days later. I know it's a mm. random <laughs> amount of a lot of time, but mm. it was great. I put it on and I was like, Oh my God, this is the <laughs> coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe people do this like for fun. Mm-hmm. Like that we can do this as adults. This yeah. is wild. So then I ended up, uh, just making my own, uh, uh, like my cosplay account. Um, and it was funny because I wasn't planning on it. And my friend that I've known for years, I've known her for about 15 years. She's known me my whole, like half of my entire life which is wild to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her. My friend's name is Jackie. Uh, mm-hmm. She was like, hey, uh, so I saw that you got that suit. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do a photo shoot in it? And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, let's go to the beach. We can do some cool stuff. And I was like, all right. And I looked through the photo. She's like, you should make an Instagram for this. And I was like, okay, maybe I will. <laughs> and, and now we're here. I feel yeah. like none of the decisions thus far to this point have been like, you know what? It's, it's always been kind of like second guessing yourself. You're mm-hmm. like... Should I? Right, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, mm. oh, why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Because it was like, I can do it, but I'm just like, should I? 
And you know what? It was the best decision I ever made. It's funny that you mentioned how, like, you put the suit on. And you're like, people do this for fun? Because I think we can all relate to that whenever we pick up a lightsaber or, like, any prop from any franchise that we yeah. like. Yep. You know, you're getting, you're doing the full-on suit. You mm-hmm. got the look, right? But even if, like, okay, <laughs> when Renee bought his uh, his Captain America shield from Winter Soldier, oh, yeah. right? I asked him, like, oh, did you start playing with it? He's like, yeah, I carry it around all over the place in my house. Yeah. yeah. I bought, if it's $100, I'm getting $100 worth of time. When I bought my money's worth. When yeah. I bought my lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. I don't think I put it away the entire time. No, yeah. I literally just had it out and I was like, I was playing with it. Mm-hmm. I was eating food. Just I had to change <laughs> up my batteries on my lightsaber like twice. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, my personal thing is, you're right. If I spent two hundred dollars on it, I'm gonna get two hundred dollars worth of fun out of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so As you should. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that was always really great. Uh, yeah, and I I know what you mean. The there's something about just like these little tiny items that just bring us into. It's time to play. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. no, like, 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 no but I'm being serious. So like, I'm, I'm afraid if I get a costume, I'm I'm gonna do some like I'm acting out scenes and stuff like that by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, just like you said, yeah. every decision I made was kind of like second guess. Yeah. This is your sign. <laughs> <laughs> do it. No, no. See, do the it. difference yeah. is that if one of us gets a costume, mm-hmm. you ever seen Parks and Rec? Uh, yeah, I think okay. Yeah. Remember the episode where uh, Ben gets the bat suit? Gets, gets the, the bat, bat suit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's the problem that I feel might happen to one of us yeah. where we buy like a bat suit or a Spider Man suit He's and then we walk come, out. Come into the, the, the shop, wear yeah. the suit and be like, treat yourself, treat yourself, treat, <laughs> treat yourself. yourself. Treat one yourself. of us gets it. Nick will probably like wear it, come out and be like, <laughs> and just start crying. He's like, what's yeah. wrong? He's like, I've never felt this happy before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in the bat suit. Which one uh, though? What bat suit? What bat suit? Yeah. Oh. Which oh see now he's now he has the thing. I would do bad flick. Bad flick? I would do bad flick. It's already meaty. I can fit in that. (laughs) 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 No, uh, I would probably do Clooney. You do Clooney? Yeah, I do. Wait, is that bat nipples? I was gonna say that's the one that has the bat nips. Yeah, Yeah. because when you get bored, you can just kind of. Why did I think that he would go for the bat nips, dude? I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to like assume, but then you you played it shiny. It's very shiny. Yeah. Wear it during the winter. All right. <laughs> Are you uh, sure it'll keep you warm, though? I don't. Give me, give me in, a in lot the, of baby powder. It's a lot of baby powder. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brittany. So I got another question we'll for you. We'll just assume so, you're always cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you've cosplayed Captain America. Have mm-hmm. you done any other cosplays? Uh, yeah. So I've done a couple different versions of Spider-Man. Okay. I've done the mm-hmm. Peter B. Parker version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also done like my own version of like a Scarlet Spider. I had like a custom suit kind of made for that. I saw that actually. The Scarlet. Really which Scarlet Spider? The the, the Ben Riley, but Riley. with but, the broken the ripped hoodie. Yes, except okay. instead of the ripped hoodie, I used a vest. Dope. A like a spider denim vest. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then I had um because you know the spider's usually on the like the the hoodie part. Yes. Since I had the vest, I had uh, the guy who makes my patterns, Will, he put the spider just directly on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, then where would you see? If there was just nothing there, it would look weird. You know? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. You also did a great job with the web shooters with, like, Oh, yeah, around. thanks. Yeah, yeah I, I did. Good. I made that out of, um, I was a two millimeter foam mm-hmm. and maybe, like, some four millimeter foam. Mm-hmm. Like, 12 little things of crazy glue. <laughs> and it still stays to this day. And That's... I made it, like, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I made the web shooters and the belt and the little like ankle pouches because I designed it off of the design from the PS4 game. Oh, okay. So those are the web shooters that I did and it's I, the I full made from scratch. Look, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's got like the little uh, I don't like the web shooter containers all the way around. Yeah, it's the Black Widow but silver. The Black Widow gauntlet but silver. Yeah, yeah. And they're really chunky. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you make all the parts of your cosplay or do you? For that one, I did. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but you said you had someone else help you out with, with the, the Yeah, with the pattern. So mm-hmm. I uh, frequently go to, I believe it's Web Warriors Workshop on Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you can make custom patterns or they have a lot of patterns already on their website that you can buy. Okay. I think they range from like 40 to 60 bucks, depending on what you want or if it's like a custom thing. Um, then I have that pattern sent to a, a company in China called Print Costume. And they sew it up and it matches like perfectly. Because if you buy like a spider suit from Amazon, like I've seen this happen, everything's like mismatched. Like the webs are all janky Mm -hmm. and it's obviously not fit to like your body. So they tailor it to your size. You can do your measurements and the pattern that you want them to print the, to print like, you know, the material on and then they send it to you. So, okay, now that's different than what, because we've we've had another cosplayer on here. We had two last year. Mm -hmm. We had uh, someone named Cece and Sarah. Mm -hmm. And both of them gave us like different, they're different experiences of cosplay. I think they've both were, both CC and Sarah did everything from scratch. Yeah. Right. They built everything from so scratch. So what's yeah. interesting That's is. That's impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is, cause I've, I've heard of cosplayers like you where they outsource their mm-hmm. things, their, their costumes to like get things done and stuff like that. But can you tell us about how you managed to get all that information to like basically have people help you out with those things or like buying the parts for the costume as well. Cause that's impressive that, you know, you went from what quarantine was two years ago, almost just three? about, yeah, yeah, yeah about ago. two years ago. Two and a half, and yeah. from that point to now, like you're coming up with all this information, how to do things like, where did you get all this information? Uh, honestly, it was just a lot of asking other cosplayers. It's as simple as that. Everybody's so nice and they're willing to help. They'll be like, Oh, I'm not too knowledgeable in this, but my friend so-and-so, you know, go ahead and shoot them a message. They'll answer your questions. It was kind of like that. Some of it, I found out information on my own. Mm -hmm. um, But other times, especially just starting out, I just asked people. I just said, like, where did you get this suit? Was it expensive? Like, what's the price range? Uh Um, Then if I was interested in getting into Spider-Man, which I was, then Mm -hmm. I asked people who I followed who were Spider-Man cosplayers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, how do you, like, what's with the face shells? Mm -hmm. Where do you get the suits made? Um, Are they comfortable? Are they, like, thin? Are they hot? So you had, like, a very helpful community oh yeah to help you out yeah that's yeah. good that's nice the how's cosplay the, community is very helpful I, that's community. what i was gonna ask yeah, if, yeah how's yeah. the community for the most part it's a lot more good than bad <laughs> that's what do you love it's for the most part i know because the hesitation i mean i've never come across terrible cosplayers like everybody that i know i can genuinely say genuinely say like i appreciate all of their friendship they're right. really good people they have a lot of good hearts but i have seen other parts of cosplay like not directly involving me mm-hmm. where they're just not nice people out there mm-hmm. and it happens i mean you know not everybody's a nice person yeah it yeah. is what it is last week when we had lewis um on he said something very interesting where he was just like what's the point of withholding information if you're that scared to basically like have competition and mm-hmm. stuff and i think like you see that in every community right because mm-hmm. lewis is in the business of making stickers and pins gotcha he's a, he's a graphic designer mm-hmm. right he makes and yeah he made this that little Bulbasaur sticker, like right the there. chewy oh, cool. Bulbasaur. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he looks like Chewy. <laughs> yeah, it's a chewy, chewy sore or chewy Bulbasaur. Yeah, no, chewy, chewy Bulbasaur. Yeah. Chewy, chewy sore. <laughs> <laughs> chewy sore works. Yeah. Rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, there you go. that's chewy why it, it fell right off the tongue, and I was like, oh, I don't think that's actually what he called it, but if, it, if it's not, that works. <laughs> but you have that's like a new name now. Yeah. yeah, he'll probably like text Re-brand. you and I. He's like, I heard the I heard the show. I'm I'm stealing that. The next day, the shop's updated. I want one percent, Lewis. Don't tell him that right now. He's in the shower probably. He's in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, he was saying how like, you know, you you meet a lot of people that will give you that information and want to help you out because they're not afraid of that competition. Like the community is small enough that you want to boost one another up and stuff, Mm -hmm. right? You would kind of expect that in the cosplay community as well because the more cosplayers you have, 
the cooler it is. Like, how cool is it to go to a Comic-Con and see, like, you know, 10 to 15 different spider people but dressed differently, Mm -hmm. right? In their own interpretations as well, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you've never encountered anyone bad, right? You never have had a bad experience with cosplaying? I've never really. No, no, because like I said, thankfully all the people that I've interacted with and that I kind of have, I don't want to say it's like my circle, but Mm -hmm. it's just people that I am frequently around Mm -hmm. at cons that we always meet up. Um, They're just really genuinely nice people. If you were to give people advice on how to start their cosplaying journey, what would you tell them? Specifically for people that are looking to like outsource materials and stuff. Do you have any advice for that? Um, well, I feel, I feel like cosplayers get asked that a lot. Like, what would you say to somebody starting out? That's usually like the number one question and that's totally fine. Um, it's kind of like reiterating what I've been saying, but just don't be afraid to ask people, just talk to people. And like I said, a lot more people are open to helping than you'd think. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, anybody I've asked a question to, they've never like steered me in the wrong direction. They've always been like, Oh, here's this, this, and this. If you ever need more help, like, let me know. Mm -hmm. Or if you have any questions about how this works, you know, just shoot me a message. Yeah. I think it's just because of quarantine, people are so, are still, they're still afraid to ask around. I mean, especially when I don't know because I, I mean, I've seen cosplay, you know, be done even before quarantine and the community has always been relatively, uh, very positive you yeah. know there's a, even when cosplays aren't exactly the best everybody around them is always like going like man you did a really good job i see that you you know they, they don't really want to talk down because no. if they're super judgmental on somebody else's costume then it's going to be judgmental on their costumes mm-hmm. and nobody wants that yeah. you worked hard on it like, yeah and also like everybody starts out somewhere especially yeah. if if they're the type of cosplayer that makes everything from scratch which those people impress the hell out of me exactly yeah, yeah. very much kudos to them but, you know, like I said, everybody starts out somewhere. So I don't ever think I've seen anybody like or like seen in comments or like in person. People saying like, oh, that cosplay looks gross. It's more like, oh, wow. Like they really tried with this cosplay. You know, they're going to they're like if they keep doing more and more cosplays, they're going to get better and better. Like this is right. a good starting point. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I've only done cosplay once. And that was when I went as Mojo Jojo to Anime Expo. Nice. And that was a lot of fun. And I just got like I went to I got a Lincoln hat and then I literally got like um like I printed out brain, mm-hmm. like a brain, and then I put it inside on top of the Lincoln hat. Then I cut it, and then I got duct tape, and I just went strip by strip to do the purple, nice, and uh. to make the actual like background and everything. It took me about three hours to do. Mm-hmm. Then I went to home. I think mm-hmm. I went to Goodwill, got a purple a purple dress, and then I then trimmed the dress down, and then I made a car, and then I made a cape out of nice. like a bed sheet. Or something like that, because my buddies were going as the Rowdy Rough Boys. Oh, cool, cool, cool. They were going to go as the Rowdy Rough Boys, and they were like, dude, we don't have a Mojo Jojo. And I'm like, I'll do Mojo Jojo. I'll, I'm down to do it. I think I did it in a couple of hours. And it, the funniest thing was is that we all four of us were walking together. I got pulled aside to take photos more than they did. <laughs> nice. Because their costumes were just, they put the red shirts on, and they called they just called themselves the Rowdy right, Rough Boys. Right, right, yeah. I thought mine was looking really janky when I first got there. I had so much fun doing it. Just, even though I knew for a fact it didn't look great. It didn't look perfect. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was. But rough. like the fact is that you tried and you went to have fun with your friends. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what makes it like the best thing ever. And not only that, but also I think it was. it's all about confidence too when you're going in too. Because even if it doesn't look great, it's all about how you wear it. Because mm-hmm. I was walking around. I would see uh, 
like Powerpuff Girls walking around, and I'd be like Powerpuff Girls, <laughs> and I'd be running around trying to like capture them, and they, and it was all it was really funny. Or the uh, you know the Powerpuff Girls that were the guys. Yeah. It was them wearing uh, the guys wearing make uh, masks, and they were robbing nice. banks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. The buff ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah the really buff like. Yeah. There was a group of guys that came as that. That's funny. Cool. And I and I was above, and I saw them, and I then yelled, Powerpuff Girls! And they all turned around, and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny, because then you got a bunch of people, and they were all laughing and everything. But once again, it's all how you wear it. You yeah, know, exactly. If, you, if, if you're starting off, and you're like, and you feel uncomfortable, be comfortable in what you're wearing. Like mm-hmm. you said, is it comfortable? Is yeah. It, is it hard to wear? Is it, you know, is it going to snag in places or anything like that? Those are the most important things because you have to remember, I'm going to wear this for an entire con. Yeah. So right. You're going to be, be walking around the whole time, yeah. maybe sitting a few. And you brought up a good thing, uh, thrift stores. Thrift yeah. stores, Goodwills, mm-hmm. everything. A lot of cosplayers start out that way too. And even like well-seasoned mm-hmm. cosplayers that I know, they'll go to thrift stores or like secondhand stores for their materials and whatnot. Yeah. Never shame in doing that. Yeah, because no. you, can, you can get a lot of stuff there cheap. And mm-hmm. also you can... I've found that even thrift stores, they'll have pre-made costumes Mm -hmm. because especially during Halloween. Oh, yeah. Thrift stores will put together baggies and go like, this is a Johnny Bravo costume. Mm -hmm. It's like literally jeans, a black shirt and like sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. And they just put it together and then they put it in a bag and they put it up in the front. Yeah. Easy cosplay. Yeah. Easy cosplay that you Mm -hmm. can just do. So Think about how you can do an easy cosplay, put it together, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So before we move on to talking about premieres and everything, right, because we mentioned it earlier, yeah. you yeah. went to the Black Panther <laughs> premiere, um, do you have any future cosplays that maybe you want to kind of like reveal, talk about a little bit, or you <laughs> you want to keep those under wraps still? No, no, it's fine. I'm pretty sure I have said a couple things like on my Instagram or something, but I am working on a, a Daredevil, like the new Daredevil Electra okay, version. Okay. The mustard colored? Daredevil or the no no red? not not the not the mustard color. So when uh, Electra takes over for Daredevil, oh in the comics, oh, yeah, in the comics. Right. yeah. So I'm I'm gonna be doing that one. I just picked up my cowl from my friend. Um, they make some of my other 3D printed items. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried it on and it fit great. They have my measurements to a T, so I don't doubt them at all. Okay. So uh, I was telling Renee I need to sand it still yeah. and like paint it and so like. For the cowls and everything else, do they end at the, like the bottom of your ear or do they go all the way down? Yeah, or? so it ended like um, like right about here. It's like yeah. your jawline yeah. right there. Yeah, so yeah. Like the, I'm like my hair's on the <laughs> yeah, So it ended about like right here. Okay. okay. But okay. it's also not covering because it goes over the ear. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, it's okay. not the exact, um, it's not the exact Electra design because mm-hmm. I know hers covers the ear. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't realize until I had already asked my friend, oh, I commissioned them to print it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's fine. I'll just get like, um, I don't know what it's called, but I have another really good friend that cosplays Daredevil mainly. Um, they're going to show me this like little hooded thing that they pull over to cover their ears. It matches the, like the one on Netflix. Okay. Oh. So you can't, you can't see Matt's ears. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just have to get one of those or like have my other friend who um, does like all my tailoring for my suits. I can have her make it. This is interesting because mm-hmm. you you've chosen two characters so far that I, f- people will know, mm-hmm. but I feel like aren't cosplayed enough. Ben Riley Spider Man and then Electra Daredevil. That's <laughs> yeah. cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that also goes with the do what you haven't seen. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. if if everybody's doing it, I mean, then what's the point? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's unique to everyone's design, but it's yeah. just interesting that you're picking two of them, which is pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I have a just really quick, not to keep no, dragging no, you're this good, out. You're good, you're good. Um, it's all about you. 
I really want. <laughs> <laughs> I've really been looking into doing a um, a Wolverine, but really? like a. Obviously, like an X twenty three, but I know in continuity she's just Wolverine now. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm looking to doing that one. Um, it's yeah, either going to be the full yellow or the it's the ears it's or? either going to be the the because I've always loved the traditional blue and yellow eighties look, mm-hmm. but I think I may go with the uh, black and yellow look. Right. And another suit would be the black and gray look where she oh. has the leather jacket on. Oh, isn't that when she's uh she's an X Force? Yeah, she's yeah. in the X Force. That's right? it. Yeah. yeah. So I may do both of those. Uh, I obviously have to start with one first, and I would have to commission my friend to make the pattern for it, and then. Um, I buy files from this really good uh, modeler, both Walsh and Vex 3D. Mm-hmm. That's where I'll be getting my uh, Wolverine helmet. I don't helmet cowl. I don't know. What I think cowl. it's a cowl. Cowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I have to get two of those, obviously, so I can spray paint them the different colors. Because one's black and gray, the other one's black and yellow. How are you planning on doing the claws? Like, what was? Were, were you gonna like have um, those commissioned as well? Were you gonna make them yourself? How? Well, recently, uh, my friend Frank. He's frankly built on Instagram. Not that he needs to be blown up anymore, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Frank. Um, He recently sent me a printer, so I need to start learning how to print my own things. I need to set aside some time to learn, but I would really like to print my own claws. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure I could also find files on like Singiverse or something. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I haven't talked to him about it yet, but I was trying to see if him and I can figure out a way to like get retractable ones working. Oh, Oh, there's ways. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen like this one on YouTube where this guy does it out of like popsicle sticks and it's like a uh, like a rubber band maneuver kind of thing. Yeah. And like they come out and they retract. Mm -hmm. But I was trying to see if we can figure out a way to do that with like 3D printed items. So it could either like um, like the Russian doll, like Russian doll itself. Uh, Oh, what was it in the actual uh, print? You can do gears and you can actually set it up so that way it has a pocket and then you can then Mm -hmm. set up a gear and then you'd have to make gears. It's a lot of engineering. Mm. But I know an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of engineering, but no, I, I it, can, sounds it, silly. it sounds silly, but I do. Emily, yeah. the engineer. <laughs> she doesn't need any more followers. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Whatever. I love them. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they call uh-huh. themselves the iron idiots. They're okay. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily is an engineer. Um, like she does, she builds Iron Man suits and does oh, a lot of cool it. stuff. Yeah. 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 Frank um, built his own Iron mm-hmm. All of them do. My friend Danny, my friend Kiara, they all build their own Iron Man suits. Mm-hmm. That's sick. So but only one out of the four is an engineer. So eventually, are you going to build an Iron Man suit or are you going to join the club? Is that the goal? <laughs> is that the goal? <laughs> to eventually get good enough to build an Iron Man well, suit? Well, um, see, that's why they want me to learn. Oh, <laughs> oh there you go. There you go. <laughs> I, got, I, I, I beat you to the punch. Sorry. <laughs> you did. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Um, Bandai action figure. It's the armored Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's oh. the one I want to make. The, uh, I, wait, the Iron Patriot or no, 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 not, no. not Iron no, Patriot. No, no. It's, it's a, the armored Captain America. It's an armored Captain America. There's a suit. difference. Yeah, it, that I'm, was never in the comics, right? No, it but it's a, it's no. it's a toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's, a okay. it's a toy. It's a what if. Like, what if this was, like, a what thing? If, what if Captain America was Tony Stark? Yeah. I'm assuming your favorite superhero is Captain America. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's okay. He's you decent. Know, he's all right. <laughs> he's a cool cat. Wait, I wasn't like, is that sarcasm? I know, he wasn't I was like, sure. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's, Chris, it's Chris Evans, isn't it? Yeah. That's what sold you? Yeah. I mean, so were you Team Cap or Team Iron Man for Civil War? I, I was always Team, team Cap. Yeah. Always. Yeah, because uh, it's Team Cap. It's Team Cap. Yeah, yeah. I think you all are Team Cap, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm Team Iron Man. I understand why Iron Man was pissed. Like he said, he thought him and Steve were friends. Yeah. You would, you would want your friend to help you stop the 
person who killed your parents. Yeah. But it's like Steve's also torn because he knows who Bucky was prior to that happening. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't it, him. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, no. he was getting, you know, in both directions. Yeah. Like it, he couldn't win no matter who he chose. See, I in wasn't, all I'm not, fairness, I'm they not, all, he almost got he almost got Cap on his side. He almost did. Yeah. There, there's that scene where they're they're all there and he's yeah. like, Listen, Cap, we can make this work. Yeah. And he's like, All right, Tony, if you if you think so, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm see, sure I'm you're paraphrasing. Not, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's the exact lines from the movie. See, I don't not not like Captain america for that reason the reason i don't like captain america is because he pops in at the end credits of homecoming and says um you thought there was an end credit scene yeah. huh now nah, there isn't yeah. and it pieces out and i'm like you asshole <laughs> i was so excited for that yeah. movie i was hyped i'm like good end credit scene and he decided to juke me and ever just since to then, call you out never never again yeah never again never been team fairness, cap i'm sure we can get into that later but end credit scenes haven't been very good for a while they i feel like they've kind of um they they, they I feel like they're trying to be more setups than than anything. Like rather than it being a big reveal, they're just kind of like, okay, what's the next thing that we're gonna do? And here's a tease. And there's a big problem with that. We'll get into it when we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. Black Panther. That's what I'm saying. We'll yeah. get into it later. But. Um, but before we talk about the movie, let's talk about your. Like you want to discap some more? No. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> we'll do that afterwards. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you went to the premiere for Black Panther. Yes. No I more did. Marvel snipers around here, right? <laughs> You're not on their watch list or anything. But you got to see it a couple days before the release, right? Mm-hmm. The official release. Yeah. How was that experience for you? Honestly, it's always really chaotic mm-hmm. at those things. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Just there's so much stuff going yeah. on and it's it's really a long day. So sometimes you're just like that Mr. Krabs meme where it's like spinning out, you know. <laughs> um, it's, it's great. It's always a great experience and I'm always very grateful that I get to go to these things because I don't personally get invited it's friends that I know who get invited by Disney and Marvel, and they take me as their plus one. Got it. Yeah. You still go, though. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I appreciate it very much. I, I Sometimes I get, like, overwhelmed thinking about it. And I'm like, whoa, this is my life. Like, I would have never thought. <laughs> yeah. Because I've always loved the MCU. Mm-hmm. My favorite movies are from the MCU. But I would have never thought that I can go to a premiere. I didn't even know that was, like, a thing. Yeah. And here I am, like, seven premieres later. And it's just like. Well, you've gone to seven different ones. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought you only went to two with Eternals and no, Black Panther. She also goes no, to yeah. the the series, the TV show premieres oh. as well too. Which yeah. ones? Can you uh, name all seven? Yeah. So I went to. It actually started last last October. Mm-hmm. Was my first one. I think it was on the 14th. That was Eternals, mm-hmm. and that was wild because of just like all of the big names that were there. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to see Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you oh, see yeah. uh, Summer Hayek? Uh, yes, but she didn't come over to our area. You just saw her from a distance. Yeah, my friend um, whose family goes to the premiere, uh-huh. uh, him, his wife, and his kids, they were dressed up as Salma Hayek's character, so she was having good moments with them, and I was like, oh, I that's, see. that's totally cool, yeah. you know. Not not going to be like Salma, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay attention to the kids. Pay attention to me. Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot that Angelina Jolie was in that movie because Salma Hayek was the big, like, I feel like she was advertised more in that movie than anyone yeah. else, right? I mean, Selma and uh, Angelina Jolie, yeah. that was the reason why when we were talking about it, we were like, a lot of people are going to die in this movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah way too many big, name way too many big names yeah. are in this movie. They that all got to go. Yeah. With what yeah, you we got to go. <laughs> where it was like, it's just like a bunch of big names was chaotic and everything. But yeah. Uh, so you went to Eternals. I went to Eternals. And then after that, um, my other friend, Chief, he invited me to the Hawkeye Disney premiere. Okay. Nice. That was cool because they told you to put like a holiday spin on your on your outfit. Uh-huh. So I wore my Winter Soldier just vest because uh, the Captain America suits come in like three three pieces. 
Um, it comes in like the jacket piece and then you put the vest over and you zip it from the back and then you have the pants. So I didn't wear the jacket underneath. I put a Christmas sweater underneath that was Navy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it matched the, the winter soldier blue and, uh, I just wore a Christmas hat and, uh, as somebody let me carry their shield cause I didn't bring it that day. Uh, and then after that, um, not in complete order, but I've also gone to Thor Love and Thunder. I went to the Moon Knight premiere. Um, assuming, uh, she, she <laughs> Hulk. Oh yeah, I'm I went to She Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, She Hulk, Moon Knight. See, now I just feel like I'm bragging. Yeah, no, no, no multiverse of madness. Cool. Multiverse of madness. Yeah. Oh yeah, multiverse. That one was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really? I, why I, was why was that one different from all the others? Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Haley Atwell. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, did you get to meet any of the actors and actresses in the movie, or like, or even the directors or producers? I think one of my, and this is going to sound like offbeat, but I got to meet Sam Raimi, and that was amazing. That oh, sounds awesome. Because, cool. and it was cool because one of the professional Marvel um, like photographers that are there, sometimes they'll take a picture of like uh, the actors talking with cosplayers and whatnot. So like I was taking a selfie with him, and then like they got a picture of me and Sam Raimi taking a selfie, and I like that one better than the selfie, but <laughs> but um, it was cool because, um, it you know, it's... They do their best to take their time with everybody, but mm-hmm. also they have like handlers. So sometimes, like I right. saw Haley Atwell, but I was—I think I was like the only Captain America, Captain Carter cosplayer that she didn't take a picture with, mm-hmm. which is fine. I wasn't like tripping about it. I was just like, oh my god, you're here in person. Yeah. Um, but it was because like her handler was like, you need to go, like you need to take the professional pictures. You got to go to the because there's different areas. There's like the fan pit area, and then they have the celebrities walk through. Then they go to the press area where they get the photo, like the professional photos taken mm-hmm. of them, and then they do interviews. Right, there's they're 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 on a schedule. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so he was like, you gotta go, you got, and I saw her. She was like, well, I can't like loop around or I can't go like zigzag, and he was like, no, you gotta go, and like she just walked right past me, and I was like, oh, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. You got to see her. That was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but um, for the most part, the celebrities are really nice. They do their best to get their moments with everybody, especially if it's cosplayers dressed as their character. Yeah. Um. I've gotten pictures with quite a few. Again, like I don't want, I do not you're want not to sound bragging. like I'm bragging. You're, like, no, you're not bragging. This is what people want to hear. They want to hear your experience, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, for um, bringing it back to Eternals, uh, when I met Angelina Jolie, it was great because I told her that I really liked the movie Maleficent, and I know a lot of people had like their gripes with it, but I thought it was great. I liked the first and the second one, and it was like mid after her signing something from her, like taking a selfie with me. And I was like, oh, by the way, I really love Maleficent. Like, it's a great movie. And like, she turned around and like gave me this look and she was like, well, she is a really good character to play. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) she spoke to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then more recently, um, there's not a person on this earth that doesn't love Simu. You know, I I saw him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I saw him and he had like a really great moment with my friend. He was like asking her, they've chatted before, I guess, clearly. him and my friend Sabine, they're great. Um, he was like, oh, how's your how's your job going? Like, I know you moved. How's the move? And I'm just like, are you guys secret best friends? What's going yeah. on here? <laughs> um, and then he came by and, like, took a selfie with me. That was great. I almost melted into a puddle because, like, the, the dude's just, like, so pure. We got to protect He's, him at all costs. Yeah. Have, you, have you actually seen uh, a lot of, like, the posts when he goes to cons? Yes. And stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because he'll find people that, are, yeah. that come as, chung, as, uh, as, as Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi yeah. And, like, he'll walk around and he'll just be like, wait, if you're Shang-Chi... Who am I? (laughs) (laughs) One of the more recent ones from um, San Diego Comic-Con. This cosplayer, I know Sam, that's my friend. He was the one who Simu ran into. Oh. Yeah. It was cool. cool. I was like, 
putting on my. I was like, I know this guy. I oh, think one of my favorite moments that I've seen from a from a premiere was the Moon Knight one, mm-hmm. where Oscar Isaac takes a photo with a kid that's dressed up as Moon Knight. Oh, that's Logan. Logan's great. Yeah, he's cool. Him and his dad are awesome. <laughs> you know the kid. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what 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 uh, what sneak thing I was I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. For the Moon Knight premiere. Yeah, for the, the Moon Knight premiere. Moon Knight. Oh. Oh, it's so yeah. cool. Yeah, his dad helps him like makes all his cosplays and stuff. That's cool because that was such a sweet moment when I saw him like take a photo with him and everything. And I love Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. He's watermelon, and I'm watermelon, so I'm like, nice. Yeah. I remember when you were posting stuff for Love and Thunder, you took a selfie of a person that's not even in the movie, but a well-known celebrity was Miles Teller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was at the premiere. And I was yeah. like, oh what? He's what he I, mean, I, know, <laughs> I know a lot of people were like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he in the movie? No. Because <laughs> I was like, oh damn, that's Miles Teller. And like yeah. sometimes, depending on like who you're standing next to, I usually know everybody I'm standing next to. I'm like, all right, guys, before everybody starts coming, do you want the group selfie or do you want like a single one? Mm-hmm. And when it came to Miles, they were like, just everybody, and like they everybody crowded behind me, and I was like, click. <laughs> so you <laughs> took, cool. you have a photo with Miles Teller. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. He's just, I guess, around the neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> so I was just going to pop in. Yeah. chilling. Yeah. yeah. See, what you don't know is he captured, he was motion capturing for the goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically. He was really nice. Yeah. That's cool. If you had to, um, you said uh, Multiverse of Madness was your favorite premiere, right? Or do you have a favorite premiere that you went to? I don't know. I don't know if it was my favorite. I did really like it, though, because, again, like Elizabeth Olsen, we're all there for Scarlet Witch. I mean, come on. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It was a Scarlet Witch movie. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Anybody who says it's a Doctor Strange movie. No. Wrong opinion. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's your opinion, but, yeah. you know, you still could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was half and half. I'm, I'm obviously biased because I really like Elizabeth Olsen's yeah. character. It's, it's a good character. Yeah. Right. Um, that was obviously just more memorable one they're all memorable it's just because like you know i had so much hype and then i know like a lot of people were like oh it disappointed me but whatever everybody's got like their own opinions on movies and that's fine i don't bash anybody's right right because it's your personal opinion i'm not gonna say you're wrong when it's coming from you you know see that's a problem because uh my professor this uh she's a screenwriting professor Mm -hmm. uh she said she's like oh i've seen a what (laughs) what what are you? What? 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 what are you talking? Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, I went to go see Multiverse of Madness uh, with my son and his friends, and uh, I didn't like the movie, and I, my mouth literally dropped during the class, and I'm like, what the hell? Well, why? Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, it's because it was uh, all over the place, and I'm like, well, that's kind of messed up to say because you're a screenwriter, and you should, uh, I sh- you should have said, yeah, they went to so many different dimensions. <laughs> you know? like, it went all over, over the, the place. place. <laughs> I love the movie, but yeah. yeah. So you don't have a favorite premiere or anything, right? Um, I mean. Honestly, it's just like I said. I'm always just super grateful to be there. Um, it's it's hard to pick because like I'm always surrounded by with familiar cosplay faces, and we always get to make memories and take like goofy mm-hmm. pictures and stuff. Um, did you get to go to uh, Spider Man? That one I did not go to. Oh, that okay, one. No way home. Um, that was like I don't remember how it worked, but it worked like a different way than these ones work. It was more um, organized by like Sony. Not yeah, Disney Marvel. Oh, that's right. So it was different. But there were a lot of amazing cosplayers like from out of state that got invited in their spider suits, which was great. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes, love seeing you guys thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, but dang, favorite. I don't know why I can't answer that. <laughs> you love them all. They're, they're, they're all, all your just, favorite children. They're all, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just really good. And like there was different interactions with celebrities. It's just, it was cool. Like, I mean, Love and Thunder was great because 
I finally got to take a picture with Taika. He was looking like Gomez that day with a striped suit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Taika. Yeah, he was great. It was funny, though, because I had my my Thor hammer out, right? And you don't sell those anymore. And I obviously just was going to get Chris to sign it, first world problem. But I was, was, like, talking with Taika, and, like, I just had it there on the barricade. I was holding it, and I had him sign my badge because, like, you know, you get little badges, and on the back it, like, says where you're seating in the theater and stuff. Um, So it says, like... uh, Thor Love and Thunder and then has like the poster on the laminated badge guest. So I usually have like Feige or whoever sign it, right? And um, so Taika signed it and then I guess like it moved because it was still on my neck and we were like talking with him and then I'm just kind of like twirling the thing around waiting for the next person to, to come by and then like I'm like just twirling, you know how he does it? And I'm just yeah. like, oh, and I was like, what is this scribble? I was like, Chris already signed this. What is this? And I looked and then I looked at my badge. I was like, dang it, Taika signed it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, Tyke is great. He's one of my favorite directors. So he's, mm-hmm. oh, man. he gave you a, a like a sneak. <laughs> yeah, because like I literally like okay, the, here's the hammer, right? And I had the badge right here. My badge must have slipped because I was talking and he signed the hammer like right after. It's just kind of like automatic, you know. Oh. He's like, I already signed your badge. You gonna sign your hammer? <laughs> <laughs> is it true that Tyke is like a pretty cool guy to talk to? Oh, he was super nice. Yeah, it was a very short interaction, but he's great. Yeah. yeah, I've heard like nothing but really either really great things about Taika or like really weird things about Taika. I mean, that's on brand though. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I've heard that he like walk into areas with like, like basically like just showing off that he's got people around him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like he's kind of like, you know. <laughs> and like, others he just like dress it as a bum. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I've heard like both sides, which is pretty cool. All right. Premieres are great. Yeah. Cosplay. We well, ready to talk or do you have another question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this one, uh, for uh, Black Panther, how was it? Like, how was oh, it yeah. different from, was it different from all the other ones, especially with, you know, Chadwick Boseman being gone? The weight of everything. Like, the weight of everything kind of going around. Like, how, how was that? Listen, I'll change my answer, and I'll probably say, like, this one was, was my favorite one, I think. Just because the amount of, like, joy and serotonin I felt surrounded by like my friends and like cosplayers who got invited from around the country mm-hmm. was amazing every like everybody was so happy the culture was being shared mm-hmm. everybody like every so often you know people would you know shout wakanda forever or you know um like the namor side would say like imperious rex and mm-hmm. you know it was just really aw- and i don't want to sound cheesy but like i even kind of get a little emotional about it it's just like everybody felt like as one Mm-hmm. there and it was just amazing to be around everybody so happy and not like you know everybody's grieving you know yeah even if you didn't know chadwick personally like the man still had an impact yeah across yeah. multitude not just like the mcu he he played a lot of great characters who were people in real life yeah absolutely jackie mm-hmm. robinson for mm-hmm. example i'm oh, a yeah. big dodgers robinson, fan so jackie, i know everything uh, james brown mm-hmm. he, he played a lot of different people mm-hmm. yeah so i'm a big dodgers fan so like i know everything jackie robinson i mean i'm not an encyclopedia but i know a lot <laughs> of the important information you know obviously oh. why he was important um but yeah there was just obviously not during the movie but before the movie there was not tears or nobody was sad everybody was just hype and like like they say like the the taglines usually like it's for the culture it's for the culture and it's true all the representation everybody was just so happy and we all felt like one big family we always do but like this was like a different sort of family feeling Mm -hmm. and it was really nice and i honestly just felt really honored to be there because there was they they did this differently as well they only selected a few cosplayers to be in the fan pit it was a lot smaller Mm -hmm. than it was normally um 
I even was like, somebody else can go. And they were like, no, like you can come in. And I was just like, all right. I mean, I guess I'm not going to argue, you know, but I was just, I just felt really incredibly lucky to be there. And yeah, so I think, I think that one, this one was my favorite one. For Black Panther, what did, what did you uh, cosplay as when you went? Uh, so I went, it's going to sound silly, but I went like more premier cosplay chic. I had um, a green dress that uh, went one over the shoulder and it had like uh-huh. a little slit here. Um, and I actually made like the week before, cause I have a regular, like, you know, eight to four job, nine to five, whatever. Yeah. Um, I made the gauntlets of Namor uh, and the armbands, the belt and the little wings for like, wow. the yeah. That's so, cool. so I did that. So you did, you did Fem uh, Namor more yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sick. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was like, what can I be? And then yeah. I was like, duh, I could be Namor. So I was just <laughs> like, I'll do that. But with, you know, like a girly twist and to be more premier chic. You know, right, yeah. right, right. That's a that's an interesting kind mm-hmm. of take on like the Namor kind of because I'm not the 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 bathing suit. I mean, he, he just wore bathing suit. The <laughs> yeah, entire, yeah. The entire movie. Wore, he wore underwear. Yeah, yeah. 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 that was it. Yeah. Underwear and jewelry. Briefs. Yeah, no, like, it was not yeah. briefs. He wore meundies. Those, <laughs> that's what he, it was. <laughs> it was meundies <laughs> with uh, a lot of gold mm-hmm. and vibranium. That was yeah. it. <laughs> I'm shouting out a lot of like cosplayers here, but my friend Dan um, Namor cosplays mm-hmm. has loved. Namor for years Mm -hmm. and like this movie meant everything to him and one of my other friends Andy invited him to the premiere and he got to meet uh you know Mr. Huerta and it was amazing like I was just so happy for him he kills it at the cosplays if you guys want to follow him take a look amazing I think what we could do at the uh in the description for the show if you want to shout out any cosplayers or anyone that you mentioned just give me their IGs Mm -hmm. and I can put it in the description so people can find them as well how how did you end up doing the uh the wings on the shoes you said you did. Wings I actually on your did feet. that like five minutes before I had to leave. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. So I um I just drew out like a generic wing shape. Okay. On a piece of paper, I cut the piece of paper out and then I drew it onto like a two millimeter piece of foam. Okay. Oh. Like four times, yeah. and then I just because uh, I was like, oh, I only need two, and I was like, dumb, I need four because it's, <laughs> it's on each side of yeah, the it's foot. Too, right? it's, yeah. It's two on each. Yeah. <laughs> so I had like brown vinyl that I had bought. I I wrapped it around my ankle, cut it, and I made sure it was like the same. I think it was like. One one and a half inch thick or something, Gl- super glued uh, Velcro to it. Put that on my an- on my ankle first, and then I super glued the wings onto the brown vinyl, and gotcha. then they just stood. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, <laughs> the cosplay gods were in my favor that day. Because <laughs> because uh, let me tell you, I wasn't so lucky at the Thor: Love and Thunder premiere. Every like two minutes, because it was probably like ninety six degrees outside, something fell apart. What did you cosplay as for Thor: Love and Thunder? Mighty Thor. Uh, which is why I have no pictures as Mighty Thor because everything fell apart and I need to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) I literally had my friend uh, who was also invited. She lives in Chicago, Kiara. Um, She was helping me make, (laughs) like put everything together till like 2 a.m. the night before the premiere. And then we were still gluing stuff the morning of and I think a little bit in the parking lot. Where was the premiere for Black Panther? Was it in... Uh, It's always on like Hollywood Boulevard in between like the Dolby Theater and the El Capitan. Mm Mm-hmm. And the, you watched the movie at the Dolby Theater? or uh, Half of us in the Dolby, the other half in the El Capitan. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like trying to figure out, I'm like, where is it? Because I know that sometimes they do the Chinese theater, <laughs> but yeah. What movie did I go watch at the Chinese theater? Hmm? Spider-Man. I've never oh. been in that oh, one. So yeah, right. so I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool theater. Yeah. I've been in El Capitan too. That was a pretty cool. That's a small theater though. Yeah, yeah. that one's pretty small. I'm yeah. really going to go see when they re-released uh, episode four at uh, Roman's. Oh, at the uh, Chinese, uh-huh. they they were re-showing it in Dolby in like Dolby Digital. Me and my brother went. That was a oh, lot of cool. fun. 
yeah, it was really cool just to like check out like you know Star Wars. Yeah, like the original Star Wars Star on the big screen. Well, Wars. seeing seeing the original because <laughs> I remember because when I grew up, I would only see it on the on like the you know my TV. The VHS. Yeah, yeah the VHS. Have you ever tried to watch that now? The VHS? A couple of years. It was probably like a decade ago now. I was, it's like when you say, oh, the other day, and it was like two months ago. Right. How <laughs> has it been? <laughs> right? Yeah, it was, it was a couple of years ago because I did this with my friend who's no longer with us. But I uh, I bought the the OG like Star Wars movies mm-hmm. on VHS. I have them too. And yes. he brought his like old VHS player from the garage, and we tried watching it. Dude, we were like crying halfway through the movie because mm-hmm. it was just so bad. Like the, the visuals oh, yeah, the, were so bad, yeah. not the movie. It was, it was just staticky. Yeah. It, it was, was like little... staticky and like just it felt fuzzy and blurry. But I feel like obviously just because it's old technology. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny because I found an old VHS tape and I didn't realize that I really liked the Ewok fight scene <laughs> because apparently because they died. No, because it's a really dope that fight scene. That one that scene. got blown up was sad. That yeah, was really come sad. on, Nick. Why are you, why are you laughing at that? Like, yeah, he's trying to get, get his friend. I, I really liked that scene as a kid. Why? I must have really liked I don't know. Man, you really love no, watching cute things die, huh? Not specifically You're so that, messed just, up, dude. Just like that whole like action because uh-huh. when, when I went to when I was playing yeah. through it, it was the, the tape was really thin. Sure. Because you would oh, get like that specific that part. specific section. Yeah. So I must have rewound it a lot to the to like. You really like watching that little dude die, huh? I must have. I'm so messed up. This is why he likes John Wick. Right. <laughs> He's I, like, yeah, I'm on the side of killing a dog. Just put one in between its legs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeez. so we've talked about your cosplay. We've talked about the premiere. Uh, we're ready to talk about the movie Black Panther. Yes. We've got about like half an hour left yeah. on the show, right? Uh, about half an hour, yeah. Let's put a spoiler disclaimer. All right, so obviously. it's your spoiler warning. I think yeah. we should like each one of us look at the camera and say this is your oh. spoiler. <laughs> Other way. <laughs> I'm like looking at this one. <laughs> this is your. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so, Are we doing it in sync or one by one? One by one. So Nick and I will look over here. We're going to look, lock eyes. To everyone watching right now, we're gonna tell not not to them, not to me. I gotta lock eyes Stop. to one of those five cameras on there. <laughs> yeah, it's like five it's the middle one. No, I, don't, I actually don't know which one. Like, so know. this entire bit is your warning right here yeah. to click out of the video or click out of the podcast to go watch Black Panther. Yeah. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Spoiler and warning. then come back and finish the podcast. Thank exactly. you. See, what exactly. <laughs> natural right there. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank what you. What a Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> warning came in with that assist yeah really really came in with that assist just in case you didn't know uh uh black panther dies in the beginning Uh, oh god yeah all right so it's just really like put the put the knife in i don't want to give a whole summary about this because it's almost like a two and a half hour long movie it's It's pretty long yeah so i'm just gonna say this what we originally thought about the movie where it was gonna be a war between wakanda and the atlanteans which turned out to be not atlanteans Mm -hmm. Uh, what do they call their um... Telocanians? Yeah. Yes, you're gonna have to help me out with that. Telocan. Yes, yeah. you're gonna have to help me out with that because I'm barely getting used to that <laughs> whole good. transition. Yeah. Uh, they're fighting over vibranium mm-hmm. because the Wakandans figure out that they're not the only people that have mm-hmm. vibranium. Well, they're not even really fighting fighting about vibranium. They're more fighting about <laughs> knowledge it. of their of their existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's more along the lines of kind of like uh, world power struggles and Mm -hmm. trying to keep themselves secret from the rest of the world because this reality is that now that this resource has become available and known to the public, to the world, other powers basically want to take it, right? And so you kind of have this story where it deals a lot with grieving loss, especially like someone that was extremely close to you, a family member or a close friend. And that entire theme carries throughout the entire movie. Yeah. And Namor, Namor, mm-hmm. is 
pretty much a catalyst that kind of keeps poking the bear constantly throughout the movie where you understand why he is the way he is, but he's also just kind of being a jerk about it and says, mm -hmm. like, yeah, you lost someone, sucks. Mm -hmm. I still want to protect my people throughout the entire movie. The I, So I was thinking about it last night when I got home and I was playing God of War. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you got a day off. We get yeah. it. Jesus, man. So you had to put was, that in there. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> I'm like a crack addict right now. I mean, oh, I, my I, God. I, we're doing this podcast, and all I can think is, God of War. <laughs> how do I fix that? How do I finish yeah. that puzzle when I get back? Uh, by, uh, by keep continuing the conversation. So you anyway, had to know where your head's at. Yeah, I, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted God to know where I was. But I, I was thinking about it earlier, and inside of uh, inside the Captain America First Avenger, Tony uh, Howard Stark specifically says that he found vibranium at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. He said, "I found this by vibranium, and that's what I made the that's what I made the shield out of. It's all of it. That's all that is there is in the world. Mm -hmm. How did the Wakandans not know that there was vibranium in the ocean? Probably because they. Well, keep in mind that before T'Challa took over, Wakanda was sealed off from everyone else. They didn't interact with the rest of the world." They the solely believed they, they knew only on. had no, access to vibranium. They knew what was going on. No, they the weren't world. a part of the UN. But they still had they, they were the most high-tech country in the world. You don't think they knew what was going on? They were isolated. That's how they became high-tech. Do we really have to watch over 200 hours of movies again to kind of get this history right? Listen, I'm just trying to point this out of like nobody like nobody asked the okay, question. How about of we how... do the research and then we'll figure this out later? Uh, I know, but I'm just saying nobody knew like <laughs> nobody the asked the question. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody asked the question of like, hey, his shield is made out of vibranium. Where'd you get it from? Yeah. Well, like, no, probably like they got back the information. Like, what did they do with it? They just made a shield. Oh, okay. It's that's <laughs> <what>. <laughs> like that's a primitive weapon, yeah, yeah. you know, defensive yeah, they make weapon. Missiles? Yeah. They make guns? No, it's yeah. a shield. Ah, whatever. Leave it. Did they make a bomb out of it? No, they made a shield out of it. <laughs> no, I, I get that, but like you know, that that is that, that was like the one thing I was kind of like, how did they not know that there was like more vibranium? Yeah. yeah. So kind of weird. I think that there's two big points about this movie that I want to pretty much kind of talk about yeah. mainly. Okay. The first part is Namor. Namor. Right. He was probably the biggest highlight of this movie. Mm -hmm. One great actor, great interpretation of him. I think that he was that kind of problem that kept happening and kept moving the plot forward. If yeah. it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be moving the story forward at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. Very, very. Yes. Like we needed him in the plot. Yes. Yeah. The second reason as to why Namor is important is because the origin story that's presented about him here is not at all what's referenced in the comic books at all. No, yeah, it's he's completely different, at least how he is in the comic books. But they did a great job, what I loved, with the actor they assigned and made him more towards like, okay, it's like Aztec kind of vibe yes. that they gave off. Yeah. So uh, help me out with it again. His people are called? Uh, they're just like the people of Telocan. Telo I don't know if they say like Telocanians because that's... But it, yeah, but it is an ancient city in um, you can not, their, not their mythology, but it's their uh, their history, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is kind of something that they believe that existed underwater. Yeah, right? underwater you, city, you right? could technically say that it is Atlantis. Like it's their version of Atlantis. Yes, yeah. because it's a it's a rumored city of yeah. you know superpower of a yeah. superpower that yeah. you know nobody's ever seen, but you know there's been rumors of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, so I mean it does still fit within because I know that he was supposed to be also in charge of Atlantis. Yes. That was supposed to be his like his original backstory. Yeah. What I really liked about this origin story is that it fits so well with the same thing of Wakanda or the same themes of Wakanda. Mm -hmm. Right. It talked about the culture, how it fits into the entire. world world mm -hmm. and basically why they kind of wanted to shut themselves out from the rest of the world then you have these people as well who 
are also shutting themselves out of the world, but for a different reason. It's because they were basically not they were being persecuted, but they were kind of colonizers. Yeah, they were yeah. being colonized. So mm-hmm. they said, okay, we're going to go to the ocean because we <laughs> ate this mysterious herb that one of the gods told us to do, and we became sea people. Mm-hmm. And well, that the, was it. It was essentially the sea heart-shaped fruit. That was, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was, yeah. yeah, that was like their version of it. And they didn't do Namor dirty because in the comic books, Namor is an asshole. Like, he's a jerk. He mm-hmm. kind of plays like a villain, but a hero. Yeah. He's and, like an anti-hero, kind of. Yeah, yeah in a way. He's very arrogant, very little close-minded, yeah. but still... Very hard in his beliefs. Yeah. yeah. I forget who it was. We talked about it last year with DC fandom, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, was it Chef Johns who said that a hero, mm-hmm. a villain is just a misunderstood hero? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. basically what Namor was. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to protect my people, mm-hmm. but you all are just kind of wanting to kill us because of our, our materials, mm-hmm. right? Well, the, the, that's the thing, though, is that it, it shifted. It, it, during, throughout the movie, it, his his views do shift because Shuri does show that she is interested and she's like, okay, we can both help each other Yeah. Mm-hmm. at a certain point. But he does shift from, you know, misunderstood hero to villain. The moment where he was like, well, we could just wipe the surface f- the surface world out. Like, world, let's just burn the world. Let's just burn the world mm-hmm. and then we'll just live in harmony together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's insanity. That's just, that's that's a villain. That, mm-hmm. the, yeah. <laughs> so it's a doomsday. That was one part. The second part that I think really carried the movie was the idea of T'Challa's death. Mm-hmm. It goes with the whole grieving portion of it. How do these people grieve? What does it mean to move on? What do you do with that? And we got to see that because we see it all the time with superheroes. Spider-Man becomes a hero he is because of Uncle Ben's death. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another thing, Batman, right? Even though he's not Marvel, Batman sees his parents die. He is a hero he is mm-hmm. because of that event. Mm-hmm. And so you see this going on in Black Panther with people like Shuri, mm-hmm. who basically becomes the Black Panther at the mm-hmm. end, but for a different reason, mm-hmm. right? She's fueled by anger. She's fueled by vengeance. Spoiler. I'm going to tell you right now, again, spoiler. When she takes the herb, she wants to see her brother, mm-hmm. but she ends up seeing Killamonger. Yeah. And that becomes a good enough catalyst to see her kind of break down as a different Black Panther than what mm-hmm. T'Challa was. From that we get to the mid credit scene, mm-hmm. which is what it built itself up to. And the mid credit scene, spoiler, I'm telling you again, <laughs> spoiler. We see T'Challa's son. The one thing I got right. The one thing you got the right. Yeah. I was like, I, I predict this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. The movie and starts I'll, and it's just like, oh, no, Nick's wrong already. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dang it. I, I was yeah. wrong. And then I was like, and then, it was so funny because we were in the movie theater and I went, man, I really still wanted his kid. Like, I yeah. really wanted T'Challa's kid. Yeah, the credits are, the first run of credits are going. He's like, yeah, we didn't get his kid. Like, we didn't get his kid. I <laughs> yeah. was like, dang, I guess I was wrong. Like, yeah. that would have been really cool because that would have made sense that she left so to protect his kid. He turns to me. And I right? said that. He's, he says that. And I'm like, yeah, but you're forgetting that um, Queen. The Queen. Um, Ramonda. Ramonda. She was about to tell Shuri something mm-hmm. and then gets interrupted by Namor. I'm like, yep. just wait, because we didn't get that scene. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll the- probably be in the next movie or something. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, they yeah. have to address it here. I remember that, too. Yeah, you yeah. got to be patient, right? Yeah, that yeah. was important information where it was like they kind of like threw it in there. Where it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, if you, if you, you didn't know everything if, yeah. about your brother. Yeah. I didn't even catch that at first watch. I mean, obviously, I only watched it the first time. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it again tomorrow and on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I had messaged my friend who was at the premiere. I was like, so what was the queen trying to like say? Uh-huh. And she was like, dude, it was about the sun. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's the moment she said that. I'm like, Nick's right, that there is a sun. Mm-hmm. But then she got interrupted. So we get to that mid credit scene and um, 
T'Challa's wife, is it? Or was it like was, they, was were official, they were yeah. never official? They were never official, but right? Yeah. So she presents Shuri. They were, they were with, in love. Yeah. She presents Shuri with her nephew, mm. who has a uh, he uh, Haitian. Is He's, that how you He has a Haitian name, and then he has a Wakandan name, which is T'Challa. T'Challa. Mm-hmm. That was probably the most heart uh, felt moment for me, at least, yeah. because that was one the recasting of T'Challa to continue the Black Panther with the T'Challa mm-hmm. name, but also that that memory, that legacy can still live on with someone else, mm-hmm. right? which is pretty cool. Um, with all of that said... Which it does, it does make sense that she would name him T'Challa while he was gone during the blimp. Yes. Because she missed him, and then he finally comes back. He gets to meet his son, mm-hmm. which also sucks, too, because if you take the timeline, he, yeah. was, he was only around for a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, he gets blimped back and then, you know, immediately gets sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. So yeah. with all of this said, there are a couple kind of... I wouldn't say controversial points, but I think that is something that we need to discuss. Black Panther's coming out to some really great reviews. I think it's like an 80, high 80s, mm-hmm. low 90s amongst critics. Uh, but most of the public is saying that this is the best Marvel movie post Endgame. Mm-hmm. Right? Do we agree with that statement? Do you want to start it? I would agree with it, but to a, a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, only in the sense of it's probably one of the greater movies that have actually made me feel mm-hmm. something in that aspect. So it's probably the greatest one to make me feel so many different emotions since Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, there were good moments in like WandaVision, if you go back to the beginning of, and we were kind of talking about this before we jumped on the podcast. Um, I think it was Renee that yeah. I was talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, phase four, and everybody like joked about it. They're like, oh, phase four is just everybody being sad and like having traumatic events, but mm-hmm. it's true. And I really like that Marvel kind of has like transitioned to a more like gritty, realistic, like real world problems. Like this is how the superheroes are affected. And these are how the lives of people who aren't superheroes are also affected by what the superheroes did. And phase four started with learning how to deal with grief and it ended with learning how to deal with grief. And I think in that aspect, yes, Black Panther has been one of the best films since Endgame, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on an emotional level and aspect. From a story perspective, what do you think? From a story perspective, I'm not one to usually like pick apart a lot of movies. It's usually I'm just like, I like it or I don't. Or I'm like, it was okay. Okay. But I did still very much like it. Um, what I liked about it mainly was that it didn't really include much of the outside world. Aside from like the Val and the Agent Ross thing, it was really just a story about Wakanda and... Yeah, Tolokan. And I liked that because it it left the focus there and it wasn't worried about like what other Avengers are doing or like what new team ups are going to happen. You know what I mean? Like it really just focused on that. And I think Ryan just did the best job that he could. All of them did with, you know, what they really had to deal with. Realistically, like mourning Chadwick while trying to put everything into their performances, which you can tell which performances are them and which performances are their characters because of like the gravity of each scene that it holds. Um, I kind of lost track. No, you're no. no, you're fine. It's <laughs> you mentioned no. that this movie was very central between Wakanda and Tolakan because I think that all of us have basically looked at these other movies where we have questions afterwards where it's kind of like, well, we have the giant 
uh, what is it called from Eternals? The, 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 the yeah. celestial. The celestial yeah. out of the earth, and no one seems to mention it. And I didn't even think about mm-hmm. it, where we don't really think about anything else in the world because it doesn't really involve the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. The rest of the world is just looking at these guys for resources. Meanwhile, we're seeing the internal conflict between the two right. and the aftermath behind it. Yeah. I Completely that, agree. I think that also kind of encompasses a lot of the like the individual characters, like how they're struggling. Yeah. It's a a struggle between one thing and another for pretty much every character. And for this movie, it was a struggle between Wakanda and Talokan. Yeah. So it really just mirrored characters and like the overall like storytelling aspect of what was going on. And another thing that I had mentioned to Renee, like earlier in the day, um, Shuri's suit design. Oh yeah. So if you take a look at Killmonger's suit, his suit's black and gold. Yes. If you take a look at, T'Challa suit, it's silver and black. Yeah. Right? But if you look at Shuri's, it's both black, silver, and gold with more hints of gold than silver. Yeah. Because I was also talking to another friend and basically, my theory, like, I don't know if it is, um, but I think the more gold kind of symbolized, and using my friend's word, the ferocity that she had because of how angry she was at her, Mm -hmm. at her brother's desk, desk, death, and, um, you know, the, the weight and the guilt she felt not being able to heal him because if you look at her from the first movie, she's confident, she's brilliant, she could do anything. But if she can do anything, why couldn't she save her brother? Yeah. Yeah. And I think hopefully, I mean, that'd be cool if I was right. If I'm not, that's fine. But headcanon, no. um, yeah. it's, it, her physical suit to me represented her internal struggle. There were hints of how she wanted to be a good leader to follow into Chala's footsteps, but a lot of like the rage and anger that Killmonger had was represented in a lot of the gold that was on her suit. Again, which is why she saw him instead of her brother or her mom mm-hmm. while she took the heart shaped herb. Yeah. Well it is interesting to see at the like near at the end of the movie her actually give up the throne. She no longer she does not want to be queen. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to be she she's okay with just being the Black Panther. That's yeah. it. That's mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the king. I'm not the queen. Mm-hmm. I don't want any authority uh making decisions in mm-hmm. Wakanda. I'm not ready for that. It's mm-hmm. interesting because I think we kinda land all of us in that same aspect where this movie was a very emotional movie to watch. And that's what makes it good. It's, mm-hmm. it is that tribute to Chadwick Boseman. It is a tribute to people who have lost people close to them. And we see these characters on screen kind of go through that journey of how to mourn, right? Because we see our superheroes, they mourn, but we don't see that process. This is a two and a half hour long movie of a process going through, right? I'm going to say this, cause I think I might be the only one, to kind of look at the story and say, Egh. I think that the movie from an emotional aspect was the best one. Mm-hmm. The movie from a story perspective is kind of mid. It's not as good as people are saying. Like I seen reviews where it's a 70 out of like, or like a seven out of 10 essentially. And I can see why, because there was so much going on that at some point you're just kind of like, how does this piece connect to this piece? You wait another 30 minutes and then all of a sudden you see that connection or sometimes things get really left behind. Like for me, the biggest problem was the end, right? Where I felt like Shuri could have been a really good but broken Black Panther, but they just fixed her up super quickly. If she could have held on to that kind of like torture in her heart and said like, you know what? I still want to see that world burn. I still want to get revenge for my brother's death. That would have been interesting to carry on in the next couple of movies to then be a good enough reason to pass the Black Panther torch onto the younger T'Challa. 
that's how we can get rid of her. And you can make her that good character, a strong woman presence in the MCU by making her be redeemable mm-hmm. on her own mm-hmm. through her own journey, essentially. Right. right. So the movie story is where I have a problem. But the movie's message, I think, is perfect. I think it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other issue, I think, is too much dialogue. There was a lot. There was a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a lengthy movie. Mm-hmm. It's a lengthy movie because there were moments where I'm just kind of like, okay, can we speed it up so we can get to, you know, the actual like visual aspects of the movie? But I understand why. There was a mm-hmm. lot of um, there was a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there was a lot because you're introducing Namor, you're introducing the new world, the new mm-hmm. world that that where he basically rules. What is the aftermath of T'Challa opening up Wakanda to everyone else and then basically dying? Mm-hmm. That was it. Right. So you're dealing with a lot of it. And I feel like you can't really show it. You kind of have to talk it out. Right. right? So that's my only issue with it. But other than that, I have to really split it up. I can't really like say it's really great, Mm -hmm. but I also can't say, you know, that it wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Renee and Nick, what do you guys think about the movie? Uh, For me, I thoroughly liked it. I enjoyed some parts of it. And then there were some that I was kind of like, it could have been better for me. What I enjoyed was, I think I enjoyed Shuri's journey mm-hmm. that we get, you know, because that was the one thing I was really worried about. I thought it was just going to, they were going to throw it at her and be like, okay, I'll take it and that's it. We weren't going to have like this struggle for her, for her character. But I liked that, what we got in the movie. Another thing I liked, I did like the um, mentions of stuff of events that happened in the first one. So with the general of uh, the general. And then the queen saying, like, I forgive you or I let it go when you took Killmonger's side. Oh, yeah. When it came. And I love that so much because I was like, oh, she still has resentment over that. Yeah. You know? And it's. That was that was a powerful scene. Yeah, that that was a, whole throne yeah. room scene. Yeah. She was the best, I think, actress amongst all of them. Oh, Angela. Oh. Yeah. Angela. Angela yeah. Bassett. Especially Bassett, that yeah. scene where she strips the uh, the general of her title. That, that, that's was, what I'm saying. Yeah. That scene was. Yeah, yeah. You I felt was, that. Yeah, yeah. I was in there. I was like. Which I, I think would be so interesting if in the next one you don't see, um, what's her name, uh, Okoye mm-hmm. in Wakanda, but actually she's in Haiti mm-hmm. because she's doing the, she's actually protecting the real successor of, uh, what was it, the real success, oh, successor to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, like, that's smart. Yeah. That'd, yeah, be, that'd good. be cool. And then it's kind of like all three of them, because now it's, you can have the three of them we're going to be protecting T'Challa mm-hmm. until he's mm-hmm. of age to take the throne. Yeah. Right. And we're going to train him and we're going to show mm-hmm. him what it means to be a king of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be, that would be really interesting if, you know, that's where that kind of runs into. Yeah. One of the things that I kind of not like, but I shouldn't say not like, because I forgive the movie for doing this, where they didn't really hint at what's happening in the, future of the marvel universe but the thing was and i forgive it because they had to focus mostly on like we gotta keep going with with uh chadwick with, without chadwick yeah. so we have to focus on that that's the main thing so i was like okay i can't i can't get mad at that it would have been in a way more overbloated movie if that's you would have done it yeah yeah it and i think the message would have been lost yeah because that entire tone of this movie that was the thing that got me i think that's where most of the emotion hit mm-hmm. me it wasn't the story it was those moments of silence mm-hmm. where t'challa dies 
you get the Marvel Studios intro. Our theater was so quiet. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Was dead. You hear a pin drop in our theater. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was just no, there was no, no conversations, no nothing. There wasn't and even then, a cough or no one was, like, sneezing. Everyone was just I heard dead. a couple sniffles, though. Yeah. 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 And then the other part was when Shuri is about to kill Namor, mm-hmm. and she's revisiting all of Chadwick's memories, mm-hmm. or not Chadwick, but T'Challa's memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see all the great moments, and it's, mm-hmm. again, the silence. That is great directing that mm-hmm. is how you manage to get emotion in a movie with no sound mm-hmm. and i love that so it got that message it, across the reason so that's why i was really thinking you're gonna love creed because <laughs> ryan coogler does the same thing oh, he does in creed yeah wait creed ryan, coogler, ryan coogler did creed that's how yeah. he got that's how he, he got the first Black one yes. the first two didn't he no he, uh, oh he wrote the he wrote he wrote both of them he wrote both of them he directed uh one, the first one yeah. and i think another director did two that's because right. he was doing Black he was Panther. doing Black Panther. that's right but yeah he he did both of those movies yeah and that's, he and he wrote the third one and michael b jordan's writing the third uh, directing the third one yeah I, all right, I'm gonna watch Creed now. Yeah, that's, no, that's why when you're like, oh, took, yeah, like I was like, how did you not like? That's how Ryan Coogler got Black Panther. Yeah, I didn't know. That's Marvel okay. was like, did you see Creed? Yeah, we're getting that guy. Like, <laughs> getting that guy for, yeah, we're getting like, the guy that knows how to sell emotion. Yeah. Yes, dude, it's it's so good. Yeah, because he has those same moments in Creed. No, that definitely. Are, that are just so powerful and and it hurts. Yeah, like, it really does hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in Creed Two, like that, mm-hmm. they have a lot oh, of those super moments. emotional. Even with the villain as well, too. Yeah. He makes those good emotional moments. Yeah, when you start enjoying the villain, you really have heart for them and everything else. Uh, was there anything else, Renee? Uh, no, other than I think overall, I just I give it an eight. It's not a near perfect movie, but it's it's a pretty good Marvel movie for Phase Four. Yeah, I like it in the Phase Four. I'm kind of scared to always give those rankings because everyone i've seen is like this is a straight 10 out of 10 movie and i'm like what if i say if it's a seven am i gonna be like insensitive or no, like but, people think i'm I mean, gonna be a like, jerk i i do believe it's it's an a because it's a b yeah it's, it's it's not it's not an a it's definitely not a c because a C. I feel like you could have well, made I'm it giving it a high c <laughs> you gave it, a high, giving c? it a high c i'm oh, sorry really? story-wise story-wise it's passable it's a high c. yeah see yeah. if you say it that way like story-wise it's a high c but emotionally you gave it's, it an a well yeah, yeah emotionally is an a yeah because that's the thing, though, is that this movie is very bloated. It's very bloated. Mm-hmm. If you were to shave, if you could shave half an hour mm-hmm. of this movie, the movie would flow a lot. It's would, so would interesting because after we've seen uh, No Way Home, because we went to go see the the extended cut of it, oh, okay. yeah, we, we got out of it. Was it awesome? Or like- so we came out of that movie going like, yeah, it still holds up, mm-hmm. but we understand why all the things that they added were cut off. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, more Toby just- stuff? It's more uh, more banter yeah. back and forth. It's a, yeah. it's a lot more like banter or it's a scene where they added in like, oh, yeah, we're going to show uh, more of uh, the tigers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that like that um, the news over at the high school. Oh, they yeah. showed, oh, more, oh, 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 they showed more of that. Yeah. There was a couple of more of interactions with people, but it wasn't anything major. Yeah, gotcha. there was a lot of stuff where we shaved it down for time mm-hmm. and yeah. to get things moving. Yeah, because yeah. when they had a couple of those scenes, you were like. Okay. Yeah. The scene's got to really like. It's gotta, was, like I hope it pick. I hope this movie. This scene needs to yeah. like, like it, when it was going. cut. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was good. They did add there the was, scene with yeah. Tom Holland's brother. They oh, did. they did. Yeah. They added that. The one where he's like the the robber, or whatever. He like yeah. hangs him upside down. Yeah. yeah. Where he hangs was it cool? Up, yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. funny because he hangs him upside down, and then like they have this giant argument of like you're not supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. You're a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh well, how do you? 
you guys are working together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Tom Holland's brother's like, yeah, he, you know, we're, you know, Spider-Man told me to steal that woman's purse. And <laughs> it's, it's like, a, it's a whole thing. And then they're, they're arguing about it. And I think what it makes it splashed. funnier is that he actually had to hang upside down for hours. Because, yeah. Because, yeah, if you know that story, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that makes it mm-hmm. that much more interesting. And yeah. there's like an extra like minute and a half of like all, th- all three of them just bantering, talking about Toby's webs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah, they I'll look it up on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's all like deleted scenes in the DVD or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it's all good. For um, yeah, Toby's my favorite Spidey. Toby, yeah, oh. yeah, rightfully so. Sam Raimi. Look, mm-hmm. man, I still defended Andrew Garfield, and all of a sudden, everyone's an Andrew Garfield fan. I've it's never, I've, I've, I never, I've, I never once like put a bad thing to his name. Mm-hmm. He's a great Spider-Man. He's yeah. a great. He is. Good. Oh, he's a great spider-man sorry he's a great spider-man my argument has always been toby's a great peter andrew's a great Mm spider-man tom holland's a great peter and spider-man yeah well yeah but see that's why like you know that running not theory but the reasoning why he came out already in his spider suit and toby came out as peter yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so because because people always saw Toby Maguire's is the best Peter, and they always saw Andrew Garfield's as the best Spider-Man, you which is why. My mind, I oh, you didn't know that? I yeah. didn't know that. That's <laughs> why they came out of the portals. Yeah. Uh, Toby dresses Peter, or Toby being just Peter, yeah. and Andrew being Spider-Man yeah. already. Look, I just still have resentment for people like supporting Andrew Garfield yeah. now, and I'm like, guys, I was there when yeah. you know he was, I was, in, I was in the trenches. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I was defending him. Yeah. Listen, he's, y'all were he, haters. Listen, just because he's a good Spider-Man doesn't make his movies good. All right, his movies are pretty first, The first one was good. I didn't like his first suit too much. The second oh, the suit I liked suit. better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I, when I was a kid, I also had gripes with Tony. Uh, Tony. Toby. What is Toby. wrong with me today? <laughs> you know what? Listen, it's I haven't. Tony eat- Stark <laughs> made it when scraps in a cave. Right. I have not eaten since like when I had lunch after work or during work. It's uh, probably why I'm all like ruffling over it's my okay. words. We're we're gonna wrap this. No, up no teriyaki so. bowl, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, I know. <laughs> but yeah, um, nostalgia reasons is why. Obviously, I love. Uh, Toby's Spidey. Yeah, that's what I yeah. told Sam too. I was like, he the, like those movies were the movies that got me into superheroes. Mm. Right. And he like stood back. He was like, really? And I was like, yeah. I swear to God, like Toby is my favorite Spider-Man. I loved all those movies. And he was like, wow, that really means a lot. Thank you. He's like, now look at you. You're here. And I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you had me, Sam Raimi. That's pretty yeah, sick. That's pretty yeah. It was wild, dude. I'm telling you. Sometimes like I'll think about like it in general. Ooh, in ge- see now I'm now, now you're getting excited. <laughs> see. I'll think There's about it in general here, right? and like driving Stop. over too. I <laughs> yeah. was like, got overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my God, like this is my life. Like I know people who like tolerate me enough to be like, hey, come with me to this premiere. And I'm just like, are you sure you could take anybody else you want to? They're like, we're taking you. And I'm like, okay. I'm <laughs> not arguing, but okay. <laughs> uh, let's wrap this up yeah. by talking about uh, just kind of like a quick I, little thing. So I don't get to talk. About what? About what he thought about the yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, go ahead. We're just going to skip over. He's just like, oh, all right, let's, Listen, let's you wrap talk too this much. He was like, I know that one's the wrong opinion. That's why. <laughs> you talk too much. I thought you already said it. Sorry. No, sorry. Yeah, I do talk too much. That's what, I that's, do too. That's what I'm here for. We're going to have to but clock But you're the minutes. guest. You're good. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Nick, yeah. he's I'm here every... Actually, he's missed like three episodes. Or I three have missed issues. three episodes. Yeah, three issues. Um, no, but uh, well, honestly, I do... It's I was in the hospital. No, I... Bring you uh, no. flowers next time. Yeah, no, <laughs> no uh, I, I honestly, I, I do have to agree with majority of what you guys said. The only thing is I feel that the movie is, it's overly bloated. It, I don't like, I didn't really like what they did with Riri Williams. Mm-hmm. I thought she was just overall. kind of, overall, because she was, I felt like she was a character that they were like, okay, how do we start 
the issues with Wakanda and uh, and Namor. We need an inciting. We need incident. we need an inciting incident. Okay, let's make a thing. Let's make something that can detect vibranium. Who can we get to make the vibranium? Who can we get? And then they were like, Riri Williams. Mm. And then that was it. Like that was as much thought as they put into it. And then yeah. they went, Oh yeah, she becomes Ironheart <clears throat> later. Oh yeah, how does she have any relation to to Tony the, Stark? Ah, oh, she studied. She's using Stark she, Tech. Yeah, she's using Stark Tech at MIT. And I yeah. thought that was kind of interesting. But inside of the comics, Riri Williams has this like, uh, Tony Stark has always been an inspiration to her, yeah. and like the the things that he's been doing. And you know, she she was uh, going with like a, a foundation that Tony Stark literally plucked her out of, mm-hmm. and she and he she was a men, and he was a mentor to her. This one I felt like just kind of went like she's just smart. She's just smart, and that's it. That's all we have to say about it. No, uh, we don't need to worry about how she got schematics from Stark Tech. We don't have to say anything else. We just keep moving. Just keep moving. I can see the reasoning in that. Yeah. Well, a lot of this movie was like that. Like, they kind of said, like, we have this thing here. Here's the reason why, and moving forward. Like with Namor. Namor is like, here's my story. Here's why I'm a dick, and I'm a mutant. And I'm a mutant piece. And everybody just went, oh, he's a mutant. Yeah. He said it. He said <laughs> it. The word. Yeah. But, but, the, but that's the thing, though. There was no that, X-Men theme playing, though, so it's not yeah. legit. But it was a I know. If they, if they start playing that every single time somebody says, I'm a mutant, and then you hear, do 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 And then we never get an X-Men movie. Yeah, that, no, that, that's that's your movie. villain origin story. Kevin Feige. Like, every time someone says mutant, you see, like, a little picture of Kevin Feige in the corner. <laughs> I, I just thought that was I, so. I, but I, I do think that Riri Williams could have. They could have done more with her. They yeah. could have. Uh, her just kind of knowing how to do things is interesting. But I would have ha- liked to have had more backstory. But it's really hard to. I'm going to introduce Ironheart in this movie that is already very full. It's. In, it, where do I have that time to then sit down and go? Why why an Iron Man suit? Like I would have just appreciated when they were building why an Iron Man suit? Like why are you making an Iron Man mm-hmm. suit? And then her just say, Oh, well Tony Stark always kind of inspired me and mm-hmm. you know, he was a hum- he was just a normal person that made himself super. Yeah. I can like I said, I could definitely see that reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um that's why I like hearing everybody's opinions on like what they thought about yeah. the movie and then I'm always like not necessarily the devil devil's advocate, but right. like I can see the logic in that. Mm-hmm. But then I think about like, well, we know that the like she's having her own series. So it still could be explained there. Yeah. And I figure if it wasn't explained in the movie, which in normal circumstances, it would have been. Right. But you don't want to bring up other Avengers when you're just focusing on this one story. Yeah. And that's where that danger comes in because Riri is a very, I feel like she could be an instrumental part to kind of develop the next Avengers, especially mm-hmm. with the Thunderbolts being so close, like now in also, development. Yeah, also, as they keep dropping these young Avengers, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you have stature so far. You have Kate Bishop. You have all these other uh, young mm-hmm. Avengers that just keep popping up. Yeah, where eventually we're going to do something with these. That's why you need to develop them a lot Avengers. better now. And Riri was just kind of like, she, she's there. She's there, and not only that, but also immediately kind of gets this like uber cool, like you know, Wakandan. Uh, like tech. Yeah, you're just like, and then she has to give it up at the end, so that way she has to build a new one, mm-hmm. uh, inside of Ironheart or in Secret Wars, because apparently she, because she's showing up in Secret in uh in Armor Wars. 
Yeah, and then she's going to have her own series, too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm assuming Rhodey... I can't wait for that one. I love Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle's oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, can't, I can't wait for that yeah. because... And, I can't explain it. I love the dude. He's great. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's a great he's actor, a great, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a you know what? Actor. Props to the young actors and actresses so far in the MCU because they've all killed it yeah. mm-hmm. so far. Like oh, Miss Marvel, yeah. she's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah. She did an awesome job. I'm excited to see more of her. Yeah. I just wanted her character developed more. I'm hoping that oh, she can show, take yeah. that. Like she can grab that inspiration and take it into Ironheart because well, I, I don't know her name uh, for Riri Williams, but uh, oh, Dominique. Dominique. Yeah. I. She was sassy. She was clever. Mm-hmm. She was quick, oh like on everything. Yeah. Dude. That's exactly what I wanted. And I'm it's like, such a fangirl. I love it. She's too. like, yeah. you coming up on me with that ashiness. <laughs> <laughs> It was good. That was, was great. Dude, that yeah. hurt Okoye. She was like, <laughs> You brought a spear into the room? She brought a spear into the room? <laughs> what are you going to do? Throw a heater at me? <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's why I'm saying I enjoyed her character. I wanted to know more. I wanted to know what was going on. And not only that, but also that's the, that's the really cool thing that you used to get to see with Tony Stark and Banner, the quippiness and them talking out a problem. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't really get to see that. You got a real quick thing of like, oh yeah, we just need to dry them out. Like if we can dry them out, we'll win. <clears throat> but there wasn't that like banter of how exactly do we fix your Iron Man suit or anything else. It's mm-hmm. uh, So I, I just kind of wanted that more of like that scientist, sciencey stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, overall the movie was good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to say, it's really hard for me to go like, this movie's bad. Like, don't go watch <laughs> yeah. it. Like, it's a, good, it's a good movie. It's yeah. just, it's long and it's very chatty. It's so very chatty. we got to wrap up this issue because we're going over now at this point. Um, but Oops. let, no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> How that, dare this you? just means that you were a great guest. We loved you having here. <laughs> so it's so, all good. You know, we yes. still have more well, talk. We still do. It, it'll be short. It'll be short. But uh, before we wrap this up, uh, any part of the movie that you really, really, really loved? Do you want to start? Um, Honestly, and it's going to sound really weird, but I love the parts where Shuri expressed how angry she was. Okay. Because I have a really soft spot for movies that go really into the nitty gritty about grief and how you mm-hmm. feel. And it's not just like, oh, I'm sad because I'm pretty sure all of us have experienced grief at one point or another. Um, and it's not just like a, like, you know, they say, oh, there's the five stages of grief or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's not linear. Like you can go from stage one to stage four to five to three to two back right, to right. one. Like it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I know that like when I experienced grief, a couple years back like i was just always angry yeah and and so i really appreciated that they showed how much rage and and anger she had like built up inside of her and how she was just trying to figure out if she wanted to be like t'challa or if she was kind of taking the reins of like what killmonger was going for like justice and revenge and trying to make things right and also kind of like blaming herself and I've, I've felt all of that before and I've gone through it and, and I really appreciated that in the movie. So it wasn't necessarily like my favorite thing, but it was something that, that really got me. Gotcha. Yeah. Renee? I definitely enjoyed um, the sequence of like uh, Sherry accepting the role as Black Panther and then showing herself to the council. Yeah. Like, that was a very good scene. I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Nick? yeah, and they they put all her their hands on her. Yeah, yeah that was great. <laughs> uh, anything with with Queen Ramonda? 
she she like she she killed it like that just every single scene with her you can you can tell that's a seasoned actor Mm -hmm. because she because every scene she was in she stole yeah like it did not matter you she felt like a queen Mm -hmm. yeah in Mm -hmm. in this movie she is Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) like like, no because when she would talk you Mm -hmm. you you can feel her presence and you can feel how serious she respected her every time she spoke yeah it was interesting because like there was an attractiveness in how she like presented herself but also in like the way she spoke yeah like you're just like, oh, this is a powerful woman. You should mm-hmm. you should watch her show, nine one one. Oh yeah, that's right. She is in nine one one. I love yeah, that show. It's a good show. show. Okay, such a good show. But cool. but yeah, I did. I really did enjoy that, and also I really enjoyed you know just seeing, uh, I mean, at the end when mm-hmm. she does pass, you can kind of see where her values lied, mm-hmm. because she says, you know, I I'm all about like protecting my kids and doing all these other things, but when push came to shove she instead of saving herself decided to save a young girl yeah yeah and sacrificed herself for the future and i thought that was really interesting i thought yeah. i i just all around she was a great character and a great person to really take up the role uh from chadwick mm-hmm. of being that central leader mm-hmm. of the yeah. of the movie like yeah. the anchor yeah mm-hmm. that real yeah. strong anchor while you know you have sherry kind of not unsure of where exactly they should be and you know Okoye being overly confident and everything else she was very much that anchor of the movie yeah and she mm-hmm. and she held and she did it well for me it has to be Namor I, I feel like from a writing perspective it's fairly easy to make someone who is um, understandably angry and wants to protect his people the big villain of the movie mm-hmm. and I feel like Ryan Coogler <laughs> did do a good job in making him be the anti-hero but yeah. also like within a good reason. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but that origin story, I feel like people don't like it. I love it. I love that representation of Mayan culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it makes it's a it, great origin story. It's yeah. a great origin story. You're bringing in a culture that's not necessarily represented in media a lot. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, being Central American or have parents with Central American like origin. Um, it's a lot. It, it's 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 in there. It's in our blood, you mm-hmm. know. So it, it's kind of like okay, it's cool to have that representation out there and want people to learn more about it as yeah, well. Yeah. It's it's an interesting idea of taking you know Namor, who is primarily European. Yeah, he, I would mm-hmm. say he, he would is be yeah. more European with Atlantis mm-hmm. and everything else because they usually say it's within Greece mm-hmm. and right. everything else, and then to just put it on its head and go no it's actually aztec like, yeah it's it's aztec and you know they, they built all these other things so i, I really enjoyed that yeah yeah because i i had a lot of marvel season fans the older generation of marvel fans that follow uh, like you know like the golden age of marvel which mm-hmm. that's where they started from and they always ask me they go how's namor in the movie i go listen they change up his origin but they stay true to his characteristics in the comic book which is important like his archetype, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's yeah. important yeah. I think really quick, and I don't think we had mentioned it before, and then we got to wrap it up. No, no, you're good. Um, these movies have done a really good job of not showcasing villains, but more the antiheroes because they're seeking justice, rightfully so. Yeah. They've deserved justice for their people. They just went about it the wrong way. Yes. I feel like that was the trend in, in Phase 4. That was very much the trend in most of the movies. Cause even oh, that's true. Wanda Gore, went about it the wrong way. Wanda, yeah. Wanda went about it the wrong way. Gore went about it the wrong way. Yeah, he did, Spider, yeah. Spider-Man was his own villain mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he wanted, you know, he you know took advantage of, uh, of the mystic arts. It's the aftermath saga. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. very honestly. It's very much a lot of these people are seeking justice or they're seeking, you know, what they want, but they're going about it in the wrong way that harms other people and they're blind to it. 
uh, because they're more concerned about what they want and less concerned about what's on what's going on around them and how their actions affect other people. So that was an interesting kind of through line throughout all of Phase Four. Yeah, yeah you're right, and I think that's probably why people say they were disappointed with Gore and they were like they could have did so much more of him. But I think also Phase Four hit a lot of being able to relate to the characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they had powers or not or were gods or not, like they made human decisions. Yeah. That's the thing though is that I feel because people were, were saying that like for Gore, mm-hmm. it, they wanted him to murder more people. They wanted him to like really be that God butcher. But I feel like if he went on a huge like killing spree and really showed how much he enjoyed killing gods, it's really hard to, care and to go oh yeah like he's just misunderstood no he's just a psychopath at this point. right, right, right. <laughs> he, he no. finds joy in the murdering of gods yeah stuff so yeah it, i i that's the reason why i kind of enjoyed that through line of through see, through phase four but i do see the complaints um all right so before we wrap up this issue uh one more bit of news can that we found out about earlier can today can I, huh can i do it yeah uh yeah go ahead so uh, today we found out that the one and only Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, uh, passed away at 66. Uh, he was tremendous as being the Dark Knight. Uh, was the Batman the voice of the Batman for a lot of people, yeah. uh, me myself included? Uh, I know Renee. Uh, whenever I read a Batman comic, mm-hmm. I hear Kevin Conroy's voice. Yeah. Uh, whenever I want to hear, uh, you know, Batman, I always think of Kevin Conroy mm-hmm. because Kevin Conroy is the '90s Batman, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, to hear that he passed away and that he had been battling cancer for the last past couple of years is uh, amazing to hear, especially since he was still acting. He was still doing mm-hmm. voice acting. He was still doing everything else. Um, he is, he had a huge bucket of work with, especially with Batman, like yeah. just he, Batman, he took the gig of Batman in the nineties, not thinking he was actually going to get it mm-hmm. to then becoming an icon and to being the official voice of the Batman. Uh, he studied in Juilliard with, the, uh, with people like, uh, Christopher Reeves mm-hmm. and Robin Williams, which is impressive. Yeah. He was, he was best friends with both of them. Uh, and he will be missed along with them. You know, he, it's a, it's a very sad and I don't even know what to say about that. I honestly, I read it today Mm -hmm. because it happened last night or it happened yesterday and I don't know, it crushed me. No, I didn't believe it. Yeah. I didn't want to believe it. I didn't believe it. It was, it was, it was really weird just to kind of like realized it you know someone that's been around in your childhood for a while now I, i'm gonna be honest i still don't believe it no i i don't i, <laughs> yeah. I don't because it's just it sucks it yeah. sucks because like I, i'm on that same boat like you can't read a batman comic without hearing that voice yeah. and mm. i've always stood i've always stood with this there is no perfect batman bruce wayne combo mm-hmm. because Except kevin conroy took that mantle mm-hmm. like yeah. he was that voice like he could be a bruce wayne and he can be uh, a batman have you ever listened to kevin conroy's voice as batman i watched the series yeah. as a kid yeah. so the the greatest thing i loved about kevin conroy and he said it was such an easy thing to do was when he was bruce wayne he would give himself a higher pitch he would uh like you know he he wouldn't necessarily you know do anything different he would really just kind of you know make his voice higher and then when he made Batman, he goes, I would just tone it down. That was it. I would just go go a little gruffer, a little more serious, a little more this. And it was so simple. 
that when you started watching the actual movies and you see just actors who just <laughs> aren't doing the same, you know, Ken, George mm-hmm. Clooney, um, Kilmer, you know, all these other people. Where Christian just, Bale or Christian, anyone. Yeah. Christian Bale, anybody where they're just, where you can tell that they're using their the same voice all the way through. And Conroy just did such a simplistic thing between the two where even, even me, you know, I thinking if I was inside of the Batman universe, inside of, you know, Kevin Conroy's universe, I don't think I would ever figure that out, mm-hmm. that Batman is Bruce Wayne because um, it's, yeah. it's, it, they're, they're just, they don't sound the same. They, yeah. they have different cadences, different rhythm, rhythms to it. And, you know, that's something that, you know, only somebody as talented as Kevin Conroy was really able to pull off. There is probably one successor that I think can probably kind of and I hope that I hope he continues is uh Bruce Greenwood Bruce oh Bruce Greenwood yeah yeah, yeah he's been doing a really good job yeah, he's been doing mm-hmm. a really great job um but yeah there's no other voice like Kevin Conroy I don't think I could I was thinking about watching the animated series today just to kind of like reminisce and mm-hmm. I don't think I can do it mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know it, it, it's it's not I, I don't believe it yeah he was <laughs> I, I, he was yeah. he was really young I was telling Renee yeah. that uh I got a chance to meet him yeah at uh LA Comic Con a couple of years ago mm-hmm. Uh, it was because I was asking for an interview and I was trying to get it and uh, his publicist wasn't there. So I walked up to the table. He had a huge line of people and I was like, I'm just going to walk up to the table and see if I can get him and just see if I can like, you know, he's, he's already trying to sign things. Uh, maybe he'll just agree to it. And then when his publicist come back, he'll, he'll be like, Oh, I agreed to do an interview and everything like that. And uh, unfortunately he, you know, he, he was like, I can't, like, I, I would love to do an interview, but honestly I'm booked today and today's my only day I'm to be here and everything else. And I, uh, I can't do the interview. Uh, but he shook my hand and I was, I even told him, I go, I'm a huge fan. You know, you very much have, you know, you're the reason why I'm into Batman. You're the reason everything like that. I was able to tell him that. And he was like, I'm really, I I hear that a lot. And I, I'm, I'm so happy that I could be that for you. And then he shook my hand and then, you know, I walked away and I always thought I could, I I will get the chance to interview him one of these days, you know, because yeah, that's that's tough, man. Yeah, because yeah, I always thought I would I would have that opportunity, and you know I'm 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 lucky that I got that small interaction with him, but it's it's tough. To re- I, or, yeah, yeah. No, I think another interesting fact that uh, about Kevin Conroy is that he recently did a short story in a DC Pride issue about mm-hmm. him being a gay man in in Hollywood and stuff like mm-hmm. that. How he struggled keeping that secret to himself and stuff like that for so many years. Mm-hmm. And then he basically came out in that issue. Yeah. Like announcing that he was gay. I was like, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Batman's mm-hmm. gay. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he was, pr- yeah. and he was proud of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was also talking to Renee because I thought it was so interesting because he signed on for the Cape Crusader. Yeah. yeah. And he had started, he had started work yeah. on the Cape Crusader and then it got canceled yeah. when Warner brothers started doing all their cancellations. So what we Down were saying, yeah. well, yeah. the thing that we were saying is we were like, that would be so cool if James Gunn was like, well, he passed away. Let's release it. Let's yeah. just release it on, on, you know, we only finished like two or three episodes of it, but at least we can like an audio yeah. podcast. Like or something. A nice, like, yeah, audio this is podcast the last time or, he's Batman. Yeah, yeah. Like this is officially the last time he's Batman. It, mm-hmm. It'd be like a nice little farewell to Kevin Conroy. If we like, you know, released whatever we had and, mm-hmm. you know, just did. He actually tweeted about it. And uh, replied to someone who aggressively went after him because he thought that it was some Twitter being Twitter. 
someone uh, replied to him that there's more important issues like restoring the Snyderverse or releasing the air cut. And James Gunn's like, look, man, I think you're not reading the room right. We're all mourning here for someone that, you know, was great and a good influence in the industry. Obviously, you weren't a DC fan. Yeah. Right? So. Because if you don't understand how impact the magnitude yeah, of the, the loss. Ma- yeah. Yeah, yeah, the magnitude of the loss of Kevin Conroy to DC fans. I, I, I don't know a DC fan out there that doesn't go like, yeah, Kevin Conroy. Like, like who's your Batman? Mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy. It's like, yeah, it's, like, it's like asking who the Joker is. Mm-hmm. Like, Mark who's Hamill. your Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. That's, Mark Hamill. The, that's simple. It's, <laughs> Someone it's, says Jared Leto. So, somebody <laughs> says <laughs> Jared Leto. <laughs> 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 if somebody says Jared Leto. They, get out. They need yeah. to get stabbed. They need what? to get stabbed. Yeah. No, uh, but I, I, I think it's so interesting. And, you know, to hear, damn, like, to know that you, you'll you never be able to, see, to hear that Kevin Conroy yeah, is not Batman yeah. again. Yeah. He's, that's, that's, it's over. Um, yeah. To wrap up this issue. It makes me want to play Batman art. This. Art, art, art. Same. It makes me want to I still, I, I want to play it. I just can't do it right now. Um, to wrap it up, I think the last message that we that can all agree with is that it's people like Kevin Conroy that make us who we are mm-hmm. because it's voices like him and it's people like him in the industry that, you know, mm-hmm. can be great Um great representations of the characters that we all love. Right. And if it wasn't for Kevin Conroy, I don't think that we would have the Batman that we have now. We wouldn't have, you know, people reading the comic books and giving a voice to Batman. He was and is probably the truest voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne, and he will be missed a lot. Absolutely. So, you know, we're very thankful that we had him, that we got to live in a lifetime Mm -hmm. with, you know, the great voice of Batman. Um, And he'll be missed. Yeah, it sucks. Been, so, so far, so far, two Batman have have passed. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Adam, we have Adam West and, and Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, with that said, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this issue. You know, Sorry to end it. I so know. Sad guys. What a way to end this. You know what? The, the, the funny thing is, while we were talking about this, we couldn't decide to do this in the beginning. Well, because we <laughs> wanted to do it in the end. end. You, you didn't yeah. want to set the tone. We didn't want to set like a very morbid tone, and we were like. Maybe we shouldn't have ended it. Like <laughs> now we're like, no, we should end it with something else. Yeah, we should end it with something else. <laughs> no, you know, look, look, here's how we'll do it. We'll, just, we'll, we'll do the plugs, and then you can plug in all your stuff yeah. as well. Uh, thank you guys for listening to Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 123. Don't forget to find us at keepingupwiththenerds.com. Follow us on all our socials, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And find us on YouTube as well. Go subscribe, like the show, comment down below. And if you guys are on a drive, working out, just want to listen to us and, you know, pretty much just catch up on the 122-plus issues that we have so far, uh, find us on any audio platform. Brittany, tell us where people can find you and uh, anyone else that you want to shout out or anything else that uh, – you want to plug in? You guys can find me at Captain underscore Brit on Instagram, and that's literally the only social I have, so it's easy. There you go. <laughs> and then down in the description below, we'll put your uh, socials in there and cool. anyone else that you shouted out in the show. Cool. So Rad. all good. Thank you, guys. Renee, are we ready to wrap this issue? Yes. Let's yes. do it. All right. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 123. My name is Renee. And Nick. This is Brian. And Brit. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you all next time. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.